Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Cooper Field in Minden for the opening Friday night of the 2019 high school football season here on your award-winning sports station, Power 99, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We're starting the season out this year just like we did last year, just moving south, Gibbon and Minden. The Gibbon Buffaloes trying to uh, snap a losing streak that carried through all of last year. Not that long ago, they were winning district titles and moving into the state playoffs, and now they are uh, regrouping and loading up, and they are a very young football team. They only have a handful of seniors, three total on this Buffalo football team, but a lot of these guys that are sophomores and juniors had to play last year, and they took their lumps. So they may take a couple more lumps this year. They just hope it's not tonight against a Minden Whippet team that had a respectable season last year. Now they're trying to get above 500 in a tough district. They want to get off to a good start, and uh, this is definitely a game that they can hope they can win here on opening night. Doug Duda, along with our producer-engineer, Cannon Rath, glad to have you along with us. We're also online for all of our games at PlatteRiverPreps.com, Platte riverpreps.com our internet streaming brought to you by barney insurance also have three other games on our network of stations tonight carney catholic will be hosting broken bow at miles field the pregame at seven because that will kick off at 7 30 on espn 1460 a.m on espn 1550 a.m a top five matchup in c1 as adam central hosts number one defending state champion aurora and then you've got a good one on 1230 a.m khas hastings is at mccook they played twice last year McCook eliminated Hastings the second time around in the Class B state playoffs. So again, any of those games can also be heard online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. As you heard in the open, this is a football game that features two of the better running backs in our listening area. For the given Buffaloes, you have got Sean Hampton. Hampton coming back as a junior this year, 5'8", 170-pounder. And for Hampton last year, as he ran the football for just under 1,200 yards, 1197 was the number of rushes that he had in last year's contest that went for the Gibbon Buffaloes. And then for the Minden Whippets, you bring back Eddie Gonzalez. He was limited to eight games, but he still rushed for a 745 yards in those games, about 93 yards a game. So uh, Eddie Gonzalez hoping to carry the load again here for Minden. And you could see these two young men carry the ball 30 times apiece tonight. We'll talk with the head coaches, Jeb Hatch and Jeff Montgomery, about that. And that's another change over at Gibbon. Of course, Coach Mark McLaughlin moving on, taking the job at Platteview. And so you have co-head coaches in Jeff Montgomery and Steve Yockey, both a part of the staff, Montgomery, the offensive coordinator for all these years. And, of course, Jeff had been a former head coach over at uh, Gibbon, then got into the athletic director and a little more administrative duties, so slid down to uh, give some of his time as an assistant coach and now back on top of the reins. And speaking of rain, it should stay away. You look at the weather channel, you look at the weather forecast, we're at about a 10% chance to 15% chance until 10 o'clock. It bumps up to 35% and then a bigger chance overnight. Although as you folks were driving out to your games or going home from work today, it looked a little nasty out there from the cloud cover. And it's still cloudy, but it's not going to be too hot tonight. And uh, hopefully that will avert some of the cramps that you may see on the opening night or opening two nights. It is a little bit humid, but we will see how these two teams get through things. This is the Hogan. 
Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on Power 99. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. We'll come back and hear from the head coaches later on the starting lineup, so then we'll get you ready for opening night of football. There's a lot of other football going on. The Kearney Grand Island rivalry game is getting ready to go at 7 o'clock at Foster Field tonight. St. Cecilia's in action. They're playing Hershey. Grand Island Northwest is way out at Garing. Central Catholic is hosting Malcolm. Some other area games kind of in the eight-man ranks. Uh, there is a few, and then you've got Wood River, Donovan, Trumbull. Also an eight-man, Pleasanton, Ansley, Litchfield is tonight. Axtell at Loomis. You have Overton hosting Elm Creek, and Amherst is at Ravenna. Back with more, including the head coaches, starting with Jeff Montgomery of Gibbon after this timeout. Summer's winding down. It's time for Amigos' $5 taco salad deal. The whole month of August, get a taco salad or chicken taco salad for just $5. It's the fast-serve salad that's made fresh when ordered with crisp garden greens, cheddar cheese, and heaping hot portions of seasoned ground beef or grilled chicken. And here's the best part. It's served in a crunchy tortilla bowl with Amigos' famous ranch dressing. Time to enjoy a $5 taco salad at Amigos. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Opening night of the high school football season. And again this year, we kick it off with Gibbon and Minden. And Gibbon has co-head coaches this year in Jeff Montgomery and Steve Yaki. And Coach Montgomery joins us here. Coach, uh, thanks for the time. And I guess let's start there. Anytime you have a coaching change, you've been through this before. Uh, what about taking the reins over the football team again? Yeah, it's uh, it's been a, a pretty easy transition um i was on staff with with coach mclaughlin the last four years um as the offensive coordinator um you, there there's a lot more to do as head coach um you know mark really took care of a lot of things but as far as the transition with the players that went went fairly smooth because i was on staff and then having coach yaki uh join us has actually gone fairly well um he was a player of mine a few years ago, and so um, it, it's really gone pretty smooth. Will we see any significant changes in the way that the football team lines up offensively, defensively, what you do special teams? There, there's just some minor changes. Um, as I said, uh, you know, I had the offense the last four years, and so there will be minor tweaks to that, um, maybe a little bit more man blocking, and, and we'll still keep our zone um, defensively. Um, you know, our defensive backfield, you may see a few changes. As we take a look at this team, again, not a lot of seniors. How has camp went uh, from that standpoint, finding some leadership in, in the weight room and all the things you had to do in the off season? We had a pretty good summer. Um, we had quite a few in the weight room, uh, fairly good attendance over the, over the summer. Um, we, we had uh, some seven-on-seven, seven, some passing camps, uh, 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 jamboree and so we had pretty good uh, attendance there uh, preseason camp you know as you mentioned we've we've only got a couple seniors uh, Kai Onate has done a good job trying to keep our team headed in the right direction and uh, you know our, our young guys 
um, specifically our sophomore class. They're just they just have been a really good class in general of of trying to do things the right way and trying to uh, work hard daily and, and do what the coaches have asked of the team. We're talking with Gibbon football coach Jeff Montgomery as we get ready for tonight's season opener on Power 99 here in Minden. We know that uh, you've got an outstanding uh, running back now. Sean Hampton is a junior, rushed for just under 1,200 yards last year. You got some bulk up front. Jeff, uh, I know you'd just like to turn and hand it to him 40 times a football game. What will we see offensively, and how do you make sure that you don't overwork the young man? Yes, he will. He will get his touches. He will get plenty of carries. He will. He will get some targets in the passing game. Um, we will use our offensive line. We do. We do feel pretty good about um, our offensive line. Um, and so Sean will get his carries. Um, Danny Eskindon as well. Um, he's he's one of the toughest kids, pound for pound, that I've seen in my time, and he's quite capable of of running the football. And so. He will get some carries. We will target him as well in the passing game. Your quarterback is Matt Wiseman. Uh, he is able to put the ball in the air. He got a good athletic background there. What do you want to see from this offense? Uh, we we do want to be able to complete some passes. And, and Matthew Wiseman um, is a very smart quarterback. He understands um, route combinations. He understands. Uh, the potential areas to avoid. Um, so I, I think with our running game with Sean and Danny there, um, if we can mix in some play action and get some key passes, I think Matthew Wiseman is capable of completing some passes. We're talking here with Jeff Montgomery, coach of Gibbon, uh, defensively, and let's not sugarcoat it, your boys are eager to get a win. They'd love to get it here on opening night. Uh, defensively, what do they have to do to be better than what was on the field last year? Well, the number one thing for this game is we're going to have to stop Eddie Gonzalez. Um, he hurt us last year um, with some long runs. He's very, he's a very good running back, and he's really got our attention. And uh, I feel like if we can stop him or slow him down, we'll be in the football game. We mentioned only the three seniors, but as you told me before we started the chat here, it's not like these kids aren't experienced. You've had to play some young kids over the last two years. Right. You know, we, we just thinking of a couple games last year, we would look out and there would be five or six freshmen playing last year, you know, as 120, 130-pound freshmen and doing a fairly good job. I mean, we were in several games. Um, now they're 20 to 30 pounds heavier. Uh, they've got that experience, and we can mix in a few, you know, a few upperclassmen that are, are really pretty decent players as well. Um, we feel like if we can execute, we'll be in the football game. You mentioned Eddie Gonzalez. Uh, this could be a Hampton-Gonzalez night, and it could move along pretty quickly. But what else do you see from Minden? Well, we we ran across them in, in this summer a little bit. I, I do feel like they're fairly athletic um, in their in their offensive scheme, um, and that's a concern for us out wide um, you know, when we're on defense and they've got their offense out there. I do, I do feel like they've got fairly good athletes. I know looking at the roster for every two guys we have, they have three, so depth is a concern. Um, I think across the board they're going to be very tough for us to handle from, from top to bottom, so we will have to play a, a very good game to stay with them.
And Jeff, I know it's that whole one game at a time, but I'm just interested in your overview of the schedule here. You've got a lot of different uh, teams. You go to Bridgeport. You've got perennial powers in St. Cecilia and St. Pat's. You've got a lot of rivals here uh, in the area from the conference and just down the road in your district. Uh, what about the overall schedule for the Buffs? Well, we feel, you know, thinking back to a couple games, what we preached our, to our guys this year is, you know, there were several games that came down to the last uh, half of the qu- of the fourth quarter, last possession, that we feel if we can do some of the, the little things we didn't do last year, we will give ourselves a chance to maybe flip some of those games. Um, you know, we realize we roster size, we're probably going to be a little uh, outmanned, but um, – we really have, have tried to preach that with, with execution, playing hard in practice, conditioning, uh, doing the things right, that some of those games that we had last year will, will hopefully flip for us. Well, six of those nine games were still games in the fourth quarter, so despite how young you were, the team uh, was competitive most all year long, and I know they're eager, as we said, to get that win and, and start the season off uh, right tonight. So, uh, Coach, we appreciate the time and look forward to seeing tonight's game. All right, thank you. That's Jeff Montgomery, Gibbon football coach, along with Steve Yockey, and we'll be back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show to talk with Minden coach Jeb Hatch right after this on Power 99. If what your crop needs is potassium, what you need to feed it is Locomotive. Designed to enhance crop growth and quality, Locomotive gives crops what they need in the safest form. Chlorine-free formula, providing high absorption rates to deliver critical nutrition quickly. Locomotive is the foliar potassium that doesn't hesitate when it comes to your crop's performance. No matter what the conditions, if you want potassium in your crop, you want Locomotive. To get your crop what it needs, see your local Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer today. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Opening night of the high school football season has us here in Minden at Cooper Field as Minden will uh, start the year with Gibbon once again. Had a competitive ball game last year and uh, Minden went on to a little bit of an improvement uh, with Coach Jeb Hatch and the Whippets and they're trying to take another step forward here and Coach, uh, before we take a look at this year and this year's team, as you look back, uh, did you make some significant improvements last year? I mean, everybody kind of wants to talk about the upset at Carney Catholic a 4-5 and five football team uh, at the end of the day, did you like what you saw from those nine games um yeah uh you know definite improvement i think it took us a while for the kids to realize they could you know compete with with basically anybody on our schedule and so that was that was a big one the carney catholic game um gave us a lot of confidence and i think that even probably will you know for for uh, this season included um did feel like we probably you know could have won another game or two um in there and, and so, you know, that was one thing. I think we were, we were pleased with, with some of the stuff we did, but at the same time, you know, I think we, we probably could have got one or two more in there, to be honest with you. Jeb, a big story that came out this week was the decline overall across sports uh, with numbers going out, especially in football. It doesn't look like that's a problem at Minden, although you may not have a ton of seniors. Are you pleased with the numbers that are out? 
yeah, we really are. When I first got here uh, a couple years ago, uh, my first season, we ended up shooting 24 for that last game of the season. I think we started with 28. And it's the fact that we're sitting in the mid-40s right now. We're pretty pleased with that. I um, feel like the numbers should stay there, maybe even go up the next several years. Uh, you know, and, and like you said, it's, it's kind of across the board, not just Nebraska, but but uh, everywhere. And I think that's something that people are battling. So you really got to do a lot more recruiting nowadays um, in the hallways to get those kids out. And I feel like our kids here at Men have kind of responded to that. And then, you know, even trying to push their football kids into doing something in the winter and then definitely going out for for track. I mean, we try to get those kids out for as many sports as we can because we feel like it's going to benefit us in, in the long run, you know, everywhere. So. Minutehead football coach Jim Hatch joining us here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. As Coach Montgomery said, they've got Sean Hampton. You've got Eddie Gonzalez. Uh, you ask a lot of this young man. To tell us about uh, his improvement and uh, what more you can get out of him this season. Yeah, you know, he's just a, a great kid to coach and to be around. Um, he's the type of kid you could, you know, you take a, take a ton of him on your team. Um, he was even starting as a freshman the year before I, I got here. And uh, uh, three years ago, you know, we didn't have a lot of numbers like we were just talking about. And so he was 30 to 40 carries a ball game, which he had no problem with, you know, last year with his numbers being cut down a little bit just because we had had some other guys, you know, he was asking for the football all the time. Um, but when you're, you know, he, he's an extremely hard worker in the weight room and at practice. And so when you're the best football player is also your hardest worker, it just makes everybody else better around them. And he's just that type of kid, and like I said, he's going to be a huge, huge uh, loss for us next year when he when he graduates. But um, phenomenal kid on and off the field, and um, I, you know we're expecting a ton from him. The kid looked, you know, looked to him when he was injured for almost half the season last year. That took a mental toll, I think, on everybody when they when they looked over and saw him standing on the sidelines. So you know, hopefully, we can keep him healthy this year. We expect some huge things. The guys love blocking for him. You know, he has no no problem blocking for them as well. And just a you know top ten kid. We'll talk about that up front. Uh, you do have some upperclassmen that are going to be on the line, but you may not be quite as big. Uh, does that change the way that Eddie runs or the way you block, or they're just not as big and they've got the same technique? Yeah, you know, we've really been focusing on technique a ton just because of, of what you said. We've had to move some tight ends down to, uh, you know, the interior lineman, Jaron Brown, uh, with the tight end for us last year. And so he's at center, uh, Sawyer's here, and so he's, he's at guard right now. Um, so so the big thing with that, I, you know, I feel like we're, we're more athletic up front. Uh, not in every spot, but, but a lot of them. And so, you know, with the footwork and technique, I think it'll be just fine. Uh, you know, are we going to be able to line up and just blow people off all that last year? Probably not. But I feel like our, our technique can help us with, with a little bit more quickness up front. And, you know, it was a little bit of a, a change, I think, for Eddie, too, um, with some of, the, some of the different things that we're doing up front compared to last year. So by this point, though, in the season, or in the preseason, I, you know, I feel like we've got that, that stuff all ironed out. But, yeah, it was a bit of a change. But, again, the athleticism, I think, will, will benefit us in the long run as well. Another minute here with Mindenhead football coach Jeb Hatch. You do lose a very good athlete in Elijah Lovin, but Braden Bates had been his backup. Uh, what kind of a style, how different is he than what you uh, had last year in Elijah? Uh, 
you know, Elijah, he was he was uh, very good at the run, and I think he uh, he and Eddie really kind of uh, um, there was a little bit. You had to be worried about both of them, and and so they complemented each other pretty well. If you were just going to uh, line up and, and focus on Eddie, Elijah could hurt you. And Bates, uh, a little bit different. Not that he cannot run the ball, but that's you know we're probably not going to ask him to run it 20 times a game like sometimes we did with Elijah. Um, I do feel like his uh, understanding of our passing game, though, is maybe a little bit better. Uh, he throws the ball a little bit better. And with our, the skill kids we have, some of those our receivers out there have been starting since they were, they were freshmen and sophomores and have really matured and had a great, season in the, or a great season in the weight room. And so I feel like we have some guys that we can kind of spread out and throw it uh, whenever we need to as well. So I think that can open up our running game as well this year. Well, let's, we've talked a lot of offense. What about the other side of the ball, uh, Coach? Uh, the defense, uh, where are you going to be strong this year, and what are you going to be looking for to see if you've improved in week one? Uh, the biggest thing would be our secondary. Those guys are uh, really all back, and they're the same skill kids I was just talking about on the offensive side at a receiver. We've got a ton of experience out there. Uh, in, in the secondary, I feel like we can probably run with anybody that we uh, that we play against. Um, linebacking core, uh, we've got Sawyer back there this year at, at the linebacker, and Gage returns as a as a starter. Um, but the biggest thing with this group is, is they are extremely physical. I mean, we've had to back these guys off with, um, when we're uh, running scout team against them. They made it after us pretty good. kind of had to to uh, preserve our, our scout team a little bit. Um, you know, they were getting after and we were just having them with that. We had to back them off, and I can't remember the last 15, 20 years when I've had to back off a group of kids when we're in helmet and shoulder pads. Usually we're trying to get them, get them geared up, and that's, you know, that was not an issue. So the biggest part with them would just be the fact of how physical they are, and they are definitely not shying away from contact. So. And a quick look at uh, Gibbon. Uh, you're kind of familiar after uh, being able to beat them last year. Uh, what do they have in your eyes besides uh, Sean Hampton? Um, you know, he would be the, the big thing that really stands out. Um, looked like he got a lot better as the, uh, as the season went on. I think he kind of figured out their offense a little bit, you know, with the zone schemes that they run. And so that's been a big focus for us. And, you know, last year you kind of brought up we were pretty big up front. You know, that's Tables are going to be turned a little bit. They're going to be bigger than we are uh, up front, and they have a lot of experience coming back. They didn't have very many seniors. Um, so that's kind of you know things we've been looking at. They can be a little bit confusing on, on defense sometimes. We're not exactly sure where they're going to line up, what they're going to do. There's times they were, they were bringing nine guys out of last year, so you, know, you never know um, what you're going to see there. So it's always tough trying to, uh, especially for the first game, trying to let your kids know what, what they're going to see when they line up on offense. And so we've been trying to give them as many looks as we possibly can and, and give them uh, looks so, so they can figure out what, what they need to do on the offensive side of it uh, when they're on, on defense. Well, it is opening night. Everybody's excited, and uh, somebody's going to get off to that 1-0 start. We'll see if it's Minden for the second year in a row. Head football coach Jeb Hatch with us here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Coach, uh, have a successful season, and uh, looking forward to a great game tonight. Yep, thanks for having us. Appreciate it, Doug. You bet. We'll be back with the starting lineups and get you ready for the season opener right after this on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, 
a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. The spirit of success. You see it all over town. People who take pride in giving their best. At the Exchange Bank of Gibbon, we understand what it takes to succeed. That's why we are there for you every day, making your life better and our community stronger, all while striving for your success, helping you develop and grow. That's the goal of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon, banking made simple. See the professional staff of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon today. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Five Points Bank, the better bank, has personal bankers to help you with all your banking needs, from loans to customer service. Five Points Bank is the better bank. Our bankers are empowered to provide exceptional personal banking, service, and attention. Bank with the better bank. Five Points Bank. If you want more yield, the answer is A. Pioneer brand A-Series soybeans. The answer has arrived in Nebraska with a 2.5 bushel per acre bump across 1,223 comparisons. A-Series soybeans are packed with outstanding yield potential and strong agronomics, and they're backed by hundreds of loyal yield trials to take your soybean yield to the next level. Learn more at pioneer.com slash A-Series. Individual results may vary. See Jamie Matson, your Pioneer seed dealer, with you from the word go. All right, welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Let's take a look at the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. For Gibbon, the center is number 64, a 5'9", 227-pound senior, Jaime Cuellar. At the guards, the left side, number 63, 5'8", 167-pound junior, Eric Rodriguez. The right guard, number 66, 6'2", 282-pound sophomore, Daniel Yepes. At tackle, on the right side, number 58, a 5'9", 196-pound junior, Jose. Jose Honorado, and the big man on the left tackle, number 76, 6'3", 287-pound senior, Kai O'Nate. Taking a look at the tight end, it's number 8, 6'2", 189-pound sophomore, Jacob Kuchera. At split end, number 16, 5'7", 155-pound junior, Elijah Harper. The flanker is number 20, 5'10", 160-pound sophomore, Carlos Tamayo. The slot back is number 24, 5'6", 140-pound senior, Danny Escondon. And the running back, number 25, a 5'8", 170-pound junior, Sean Hampton, the quarterback for Gibbon, number 6, 5'11", 145-pound junior, Matt Wiseman. The head coaches are Jeff Montgomery and Steve Yaki, assisted by Ben Farringer, Mitch Demers, and Dan Bossert. Gibbon looking to win on opening night. For Minden, the center, number 62, 5'8", 180-pound senior, Jerron Brown. The guards, number 50, 6'2", 200-pound senior, Gage Lupkes. And number 56, 6'2", 215-pound senior, Sawyer Cook. The tackles are number 63, 5'7", 160-pound junior, Alex Banuelos. And number 65, 5'5", 170-pound junior, Irvin Hernandez. No tight end. They will spread you out with three wide receivers. Number two, a 6'2", 165-pound senior, Caden Land. Number eight, a 6'5", 165-pound senior, Creed Ehlers. Number 12, a 6'5", 165-pound junior, Dylan Yonda. The fullback is number 24, 5'9", 175-pound junior, Dawson Lockhorn. The I-back, number 28, 5'7", 175-pound senior, Eddie Gonzalez. And the quarterback, number 5, 6'2", 165-pound junior, Braden 
Bates. The head coach of the Minden Whippets is Jeb Hatch, assisted by John Gum, Aaron Martin, Jacob McCarthy, Connor Brown, and Donnie Miller. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Our injury report now, opening night. You hope to not have many on the sidelines. There are a couple. Brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Braxton Smith, a sophomore for Gibbon, is out tonight, and we'll keep an eye on the junior Edward, Edgar Guevara, number 78. He may not go the entire game tonight. They're going to test him and see how things work out. For Minden, unfortunately, they're going to lose Dane Teal tonight. He is out. The junior is going to be on the sidelines for Minden here this evening. And that is your injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Minden won the toss. They deferred. So Gibbon will get the football. Kickoff is right around the corner here on Power 99. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. The 2019 football season on Power 99 kicks off next. First Bank and Trust Company in Minden provides the latest technology with a personal touch. Minden's First Bank and Trust Company is a leader in online and mobile banking, including remote deposit from your smartphone. Technology at your fingertips, along with personal bankers to discuss your needs. First Bank and Trust Company of Minden. It's what you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. And First Bank and Trust Company is a proud supporter of all area athletes. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. You're listening to KKPR-FM, Carney Gibbon-Minden, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. All of our games are internet streamed and brought to you by our friends at Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Go to PlatteRiverPreps.com. Gibbon will be wearing the all-white uniforms with white pants. They've got the dark blue numbers and the light blue helmets with the buffalo on it. For Minden, they're wearing the purple uniforms with the grayish, silverish pants, the silver uniform, silver helmets, and they will be moving from left to right here in Minden. That means north to south. Wind not much, but the wind that they do have looks like it's almost switched. Uh, usually you would kick with the wind at your back. Right now, maybe five mile an hour coming out of the south to north, and uh, if there are any weather issues tonight you will be able to hear them periodically here on power 99 again we've got espn 1550 aurora and adam central ready to kick off hastings and mccook on espn 1550 and pregame just beginning with a 7:30 kickoff carney catholic broken bow on espn 1460 again I want to say a big thank you to uh, our many fine sponsors athletic director ed rouse and the crew and the ball is on the tee, and Irvin Hernandez is ready to put it in the air. Back to receive it for the Gibbon Buffaloes. And they will stand at their 10-yard line, two men deep. 
See if they can get something going here with their speedsters. A good high kick backing up and taking the ball at the six-yard line will be Jesus Hernandez. He's up the left sideline to the 15, the 20, breaks a tackle to the 25, and he'll be brought down at the 29 near the 30. In there on the tackle was Lucas Epperson, finished up there by Tanner Schmidt, and it'll be first down and 10 for Gibbon. And in opening night, you've practiced, you went to camp. As a coach, you're going, oh, boy, we're in trouble here. We might be okay here, but you don't know. You're always surprised on opening night. The key, keep the penalties low. Don't turn the football over. Do what you do. And for both these teams, that's usually run the football. And then sometimes the coach wants to throw you off on the first series of the game. First and 10, ball at the 30. Gibbon will have a little pistol formation with Wiseman and Hampton behind him, and we have a false start. The center didn't snap the ball. And that happens. You're going to see that all over the state tonight. Maybe not like that. Maybe not on the first play. But it banks you up. And it's just simply they had the wrong count there. Everybody moved. And the center just didn't snap the football. So an illegal procedure penalty. We'll bring up first down and 15 and move the ball to the 25-yard line. Twins out to the right side. No one to the left. The ball is on the left hash near the Minden sideline. With Sean Hampton, the running back, just about one step behind the pistol quarterback and Matt Wiseman. They give it to Hampton. He'll cut counter left side, and he's going to get wrapped up and driven backwards by Eddie Gonzalez. We talked offense, offense, offense with these coaches, but Hampton and Gonzalez as defensive backs and linebackers are awesome as well. And a fortuitous spot there for Sean Hampton. They're going to give him a gain of one, and it'll bring up second down and 14 after the penalty on first down. Gibbon wants to move. Again, that's the Montgomery, Jeff Montgomery being the offensive coordinator. Not a lot of changes there. Moving to the head coaching role. Wiseman, a little pitch play. Hampton tries to stretch to the right side. Gets one block. Makes a man miss. But here come the penalty flags as he turns the corner at the 30. And he'll be shoved out of bounds. But this is going to be a hold because anytime you see those flags come out when you get to the corner, that's exactly what it is. And there was no one in there for a face mask. In fact, multiple flags on the field all for the holding. That's exactly what it'll be, and of course, Minden will take it here because it ended up being a pretty good run. They got about nine on the run. Instead, they're going to go backwards here, and those flags were actually just about a yard upfield. So we'll see how far they march it back here from the 26 to the near the 15-yard line. So it will be back to the 15-yard line, and they need to make it to the 40. It's second and 25. So not to start the Buffaloes were hoping for, but Hampton's got the ability to break one. Let's see how early they want to go to Wiseman through the air or just stick to the playbook here on the opening drive and then turn it over to your defense. Second down and 25, opening minute of the football game. Gibbon now backed up to their own 15 after a pair of penalties. Wiseman, hitch and go, now rolls out. He wants to run the football. There's nowhere to go. He's thrown down from behind. Alex Banuelos was tracking him down. And when he went with the fake pass attempt, and kind of stopped his rolling out motion. Wiseman was in kind of a dead duck by the time he stopped, started up again. Banuelos was already on top of him, and it's going to be a loss of one on the play. And it'll be third down and 26 from the 14-yard line. Wiseman checks the wristband, trips to the left side, the short side. One middle linebacker, and now we have a penalty flag before anybody even really gets set here. That usually means means either an equipment infraction or someone lining up in the neutral zone. This may actually be on the defense. It came so quickly. But apparently, they're just going to say that Gibbon lined up in the neutral zone. 
So three penalties here on the opening drive, and Gibbon going the wrong way. It's third down and forever, third and 31, back to the nine-yard line with 20 yards of penalties. Usually this is where they just keep it simple, hand it off up the middle, and then see what you can get and punt the ball. That's exactly what they do. Hampton off of his right guard will sneak across the 10 and get out to about the 13, maybe the 14-yard line. So he picks up five on the play, and it'll be fourth down and 26. So a punting situation here for the Gibbon Buffaloes on their opening drive of the season. And back to punt it away. Sean Hampton is the starting punter. but I'm not sure that that's who they put in there. I think maybe this is Tomeo. As we double-check, maybe Connor Hyde. Here's the snap. It is Hyde. Not much of a rush. A low line drive kick. It bounces at the 42. Picked up there by Gonzalez. He's got room up the middle of the field. 40-35. Nobody's touched him yet. 25. Just short of the 25-yard line. He'll be brought down by Danny Eskendon. So a punt that time from the 14 to the 47-yard line. A 33-yard punt. But a return from the 47 all the way back to the 28, it looks like. So a great start here for Minden, as Minden will be at the given 28 with 9.40 to go in the first quarter and Minden's first offensive series of the season. Three wide, twins to the left, Escondon out of the pistol. Or excuse me, Gonzalez, they hand it to him, hole off the right side. He's hit the secondary by Wiseman and dropped as he gets inside the 20 to the 16-yard line, and that's going to be enough for a Minden first down, a gain of 12 by Eddie Gonzalez. Minden doesn't take very long in the huddle. Sub in. Sliding out of the ball game will be Creed Aylers. They've got a lot of guys they can rotate in there, and Ryan Johnson checks in. Now back to a power eye formation with Lockhorn, the fullback. Heavy to the right side, first and 10 at the 16-yard line. They'll hand it off Gonzalez over right guard again, follows his blockers inside the 10. The pile moves down to about the 8, maybe the 7-yard line before Hampton and company, along with Dylan Davis, can make the tackle. Going to be a gain down to the 8-yard line. And a gain of eight will bring up second down and two. So two, two and a half for a first down and eight, eight and a half for a touchdown here on the opening drive after some penalties and good defense sets up the short field here for Minden. 8.40 to go here in the first quarter. Out of the pistol again. Braden Barnes takes the snap, hands it to Gonzalez right off of the top of his center, has the first down. They stack him up at the five-yard line, and that's where they'll blow the play dead. A gain of three. So Gonzalez, three plays, three carries, 23 yards, two first downs here, and it's first and goal for the Whippets. Move the ball to the right hash on the five-yard line. Both teams continue to sub in. Looks like a little bit more of a monster look here as Nick Bridges will slide in. Gage Freeze comes into the ball game. He's going to be in the backfield, and they go with an overload to the right side. Only one man to the left side, and Barnes is going to hand it off inside. They just try to push him into the end zone, and now they have to unstack to see if Gonzalez got in or not. And they say yes. Touchdown, Minden. There was a unique formation where the quarterback, Bates, lined up to the very left side, moved a lineman. There was only one lineman to his left. Everybody else was to the right, and Gonzalez takes it in. For a five-yard touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. 8.05 to go here in quarter number one. And Gonzalez 
on the board on the opening drive. And they will line up to go for two. Same play, hand it to the fullback, who was Gonzalez, and he is going to get close, and he is going to get in. So it's 8 to nothing, Minden. Just a 28-yard drive that took less than two minutes, and with 8.05 to go in the first quarter, Minden 8, and give it nothing here on Power 99. Welcome to Freddy's. How's it going, bud? My parents said we're going plant-based. I don't know what that means, but it doesn't sound good. Every once in a while, a kid needs a treat. A dirt and worm someday, please. We understand. If we're going to be bad, it better be good. And no one satisfies our cravings better than Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers. The experience that puts a smile on your face and the taste that brings you back. For a limited time, try Freddy's Key Lime Pie Concrete. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers, 1010 3rd Avenue, Kearney. Five Points Bank, the better bank, is now Grand Allen and Nebraska's fastest-growing bank. Started in 1971, we're now in Hastings, Kearney, Lincoln, Papillion, Omaha, and Sumner. Five Points Bank, the better bank, takes care of customers and provides the best banking and technology. You still want a home that gives you all the good feelings of the one you grew up in. So call McBride Realty of Minden. Scott, Glenda, and Patty know about the heart and the soul of a home. For more info, visit McBrideRealtyServices.com. A very proud supporter of all our area youth. Best of luck, athletes. At Foster Field in Kearney, the Bearcats are on the board first. A 30-yard touchdown from Seth Stroh, 7-0 over Grand Island. As Hernandez boots it away here for Minden, this will be returnable, taken at the 13-yard line and slowly trying to find the wall of blockers. 15-20, Hampton is going to be brought down near the 25-yard line, trying to follow his blockers from the right hash to his left. It'll be first down and 10 here. Again, don't forget... As we say, the hotline is there. Platte River Preps scores. If you are at a ball game around the area, we ask that you text, or you can even call and just leave the update, just like we would have here. Eight minutes, first quarter, Minden eight, given nothing. That's all you have to send wherever you're at. If you're at an eight-man game, a six-man game, a Class A or B game, we'll take it if the number is 308-646-0506-646-0506. First and 10, Gibbon, and they'll give it straight up the middle to Hampton, and he's going to run right into the big man, Alex Banuelos, who has been there early. Falls forward for maybe two. Three carries, eight yards for Sean Hampton, but it was the penalties that crushed them on the first drive of the football game, and then a nice punt return by Gonzalez, and then he runs four times for 28 yards, and he goes out to his safety roll. Man-on-man coverage against Eskendon, who lines up to the far right. Trips to the left side on second and eight here for the Buffaloes. Wiseman calls the cadence, wants to throw, looking to go deep down the right sideline, and Gonzalez, some contact, and incomplete. Kind of incidental, Eskendon just kind of ran right into Gonzalez, trying to draw something, and he puts his hands up, says, I didn't do anything, and an incomplete pass. So it'll be third down and eight yards to go. Again, we will keep you up to date, and you can also go to PlatteRiverPreps.com and pull up our high school scoreboard with updates from games throughout the area tonight, and we will keep that going for you throughout the evening. Holdridge is on the board, or excuse me, Hastings is on the board against McCook, 7 to nothing on 1230 KHAS. Third down and eight now for Gibbon at their own 27. They trail 8 to nothing, 7-19 to go first quarter. Minden trying to force him to three and out again. Motion man Eskendon, he'll take it to the short side, follows a block, steps out of one down the sideline across the 30, but did he get to the 35? And no. 
He ends up in the pile of Minden players. A couple of the coaches got ran over, too, but it looks like everybody's up and okay. But it's going to bring out fourth down. So the incomplete pass sets up fourth down at about three to go. So a gain of five for Eskendon. But it is going to bring up a punting situation here for Connor Hyde, the 6'5 sophomore. And Gonzalez will go back. It was a 33-yard line drive punt the first time. He just takes a half a step and then boots it. And Minden might be called for too many men on the field. That's exactly what's going to happen. And it doesn't matter what happens. Gibbon's going to have a first down. Minden thought they were short of players, stepped the guy on, stepped him off, stepped him on, stepped him off, and (laughs) it was right by the official. So it was an easy call. And saw the flag come out. They are running down to mark the ball. But this one obviously has to come back. This should be a first down on the first Minden penalty of the ballgame. Remember, a couple of new rule changes this year, including a 40-second play clock, which won't be visible at most football fields. But keep that in mind. It's not spot the ball and then start at 25 seconds. It's like watching college or pro. It's 40 seconds as soon as the whistle blows from the play being dead. We have a discussion now of what exactly happened down on the football field. I suppose if Minden only had 10 guys to begin with, it wouldn't be too many men on the field. And let's see what the white hat tells us. Illegal participation is going to be the call here on Minden, and that would be a five-yard penalty. They moved the sticks. Uh, They should have never moved the sticks over there. But they were told to, of course. I was talking to the chain gang before the game. We're supposed to talk about good things about the chain gang. Now they got to figure out where the football is supposed to be. So while they do all of that, we can tell you you're listening to high school football here on Power 99 from the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Cooper Field in Minden. We're on the road bringing you the play-by-play of tonight's given Minden game, and Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. Eight to nothing. Minden on a five-yard Eddie Gonzalez touchdown run. He then added the two-point conversion. And as they get the chains reset, mark it off. Too many men on the field. Illegal participation. A five-yard penalty the first of the game. But it will give Gibbon their first first down of the contest, and it'll put the ball at the 37-yard line. So the offense back out on the field. Coming over to get the play is Matt Wiseman, and still just a touch unorganized here in the first few moments of the opening game of the season. Again, Gibbon went 0-9 last year, had some competitive games, just couldn't get back in the win column. They'd like to shake that off their back here tonight. Eskandon in motion from left to right. They fake the jet sweep up the middle. Hampton breaks the first tackle, gets to the 40, keeps the legs churning, gets across the 41 and close to the 42-yard line. He's going to get four and a half, if not five yards on the play. We'll call it five. It'll be second down and about five and a half here for the given Buffaloes. And now we've got some equipment problems. And they'll reset the play clock here. The clock uh, continuing to run. They reset things. Doug Duda with you on this Friday night, opening night of the high school football season. We're glad to have you along with us as we bring you Minden and Gibbon football. We will have more football action next week, including Aurora taking on Kearney Catholic. The Stars 
will kick off their season tonight at 7.30 as they take on Broken Bow on ESPN 1460. And we will keep you up to date on other games throughout the area. Now we're ready to go one more time. Second down at a long five here for Wiseman of the Buffaloes. Twins to the right, nobody to the left. Blitz coming, and we get a false start, something you can't see from a wide receiver. They're looking in there waiting for the ball to go, and that will really drive the coaches crazy. It'll drive the coaches crazy at any level. You can see the lineman or somebody jumping on a hard count, but not your wide receiver. So that is the fourth penalty of the ball game here on Gibbon, and that'll put them right back to the original line of scrimmage, second and ten. Ball at the 37-yard line. No change in the play. They just line it up again. Here comes the blitz up the middle. Pitch play right side. Hampton gets a block, slides past one man, but all he can do is get back to the line of scrimmage before Brown brings him down. No gate on the play for Sean Hampton. Hampton, who went for nearly 1,200 yards last year, not been able to get off here in the first quarter of play. Next week, Gibbon has their home opener. They'll get to play the next two games at home against Hershey and Hastings St. Cecilia. Hershey and St. Cecilia actually playing tonight, and Minden will hit the road to play Broken Bow, who's playing Ord tonight. Excuse me, Broken Bow's playing Carney Catholic tonight. Ord's playing Kozad. Third down and 10 here. Back to pass Wiseman. Little hitch and go, and he is going to be hammered. He's going to lose the football, but it is covered back up by Gibbon, and in there to strip it was Alex Banuelos, but Gibbon was able to fall back on the football. And it'll be fourth down here as Wiseman was able to jump on the loss. It's going to be a loss of three on the play. The first sack of the ball game, and Gibbon will have to punt it away. A 33-yard punt from Hyde the first time. The second time, he had a penalty on fourth down against Minnan, which kept this drive alive, but Gibbon not able to do anything with it. So they'll have it fourth down at 13 from their own 34. 8 nothing. Minden on top, 4.45 to go in the first quarter. Minden's only had the ball once. Hyde takes his time, a little pooch kick down the middle, trying to keep it out of Gonzalez's hands, and he gets a nice roll, and he has to let it go inside the 30 to about the 27-yard line. That's a 39-yard punt with no return. That'll be first down and 10 here for the Minden Whippets. So a little more ground to cover this time around as they only had to go 28 yards the first time around. Grand Island gets a... Touchdown pass from Cahoy to Brock Douglas, the Division I young man. Douglas getting interest from Nebraska, among others, but Grand Island misses the PAT. So it's 7-6. to six. Carney leads Grand Island in the first quarter of play. Hastings 7-0 on McCook. And first down and 10 here for Minden. Three wideouts, two to the right, one to the short side. Hard count of the tight end jumps. So illegal procedure now. On Minden, and they'll back it up five to the 23-yard line. First down and 15 for the Whippets, leading it eight to nothing. Later on tonight, we'll be talking about uh, what's going on over the weekend, especially at halftime. We were here in Minden last night for high school volleyball. Ward had to come back from a couple of pretty decent deficits in the second and third set, and they were able to beat Minden. Minden has their eight-team invitational beginning tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Here's the handoff. It's going to go back in the hands of the quarterback, Bates, and he dropped the football, but he is able to fall on top of it. Trying to strip it out of his hands was Dylan Davis, and we also have a penalty flag on the play. So the option play did not work, and let's see what happens here. It's already first and 15. 
This may be a penalty that Gibbon declines, illegal procedure. And I would think Gibbon would decline it. Take second and 15, or do they want first and 20? That play kind of blew up on them. And Gibbon has decided they're going to go ahead and uh, take it. So back-to-back illegal procedures makes it first and 20. So it has not been smooth here in the early going. Four and a half to go in the first quarter. Minded on top by a score of eight to nothing. Eddie Gonzalez, which the five-yard touchdown run on a 28-yard drive. Minden off a four and five season last year. Trying to get above 500 or even better this year. Again, three wide outs with the quarterback Bates in the shotgun. A little uh, stop out here. Complete into the hands of Ryan Johnson for a short game. Gets across the 20 to about the 22-yard line. That's going to be a gain of five. And bring up second down and 15. Bates goes over, grabs the play from head coach Jeb Hatch. Already out to that 8-0 lead with the clock running. 3.40 to go here in the first quarter of play. Trips to the left side this time, and all by himself to the short side. Looks like Hunter Heath pump and go across the middle of the field. Wide open. It's going to be completed to the hands of Creed Aylers across the 30 out to the 33-yard line. That's a gain of 11 more. Still going to be third down, but it's manageable here, and good job by that offensive line for Minden. They gave the quarterback, Braden Bates, plenty of time. He's done the old hitch and go, but hasn't went deep yet. That time he did get him to bite. And it'll be third down now at about five and a half, maybe six yards. 33, they need to get to it. 38, maybe the 38 half and a half yard line. Caden Land splits out wide right. Slot right is going to be Ehlers. A little more power formation with the fullback Lockhorn. Under center, Bates turns, hands it to Gonzalez. He is hit in the backfield, but scrambles forward very close to the first down. Carlos Tamayo in on the tackle. This is all on the spot. And they're not even going to measure. Boy. We've seen that a lot the last couple of years. I will call that one of my pet peeves. That was not a first down by more than the length of a football, but the official said it is enough, and a five-yard run by Gonzalez, and they overcome first and 20 and convert it, and that's kind of a backbreaker for Gibbon. They had a chance there to maybe garner some good field position, and instead Minden comes through, that 11-yard completion, the big play there to Ehlers. They'll send in motion from left to right. Caden Land trips that way, rolling that way. Bates looking underneath. The pass is going to be picked off. Tried to get it into the hands of Ryan Johnson and stepping in front. Isabella Vila, the junior, steps in front and gets the pick. And our first turnover of the season. So they didn't stop him on first and 20, but Avila gets the interception, and they will mark the ball down at the 38-yard line of Minden, given trailing 8 to nothing with 2.16 to go here in the first quarter of play. Gibbon's going to line up in their spread formation. Wiseman checks things out. Twins to the right side. One running back, so they go double tight end most every play here to give a little more protection for this young football team. Pitch to Hampton, trying to get outside, right side, finds a little bit of a hole, but just as he turns it up, Creed Ehlers is in there to tackle him. Hard running for Hampton to find a hole, and by the time he cuts up, the backers are coming in there and even the corners to make the tackle. It's going to be a gain of two. That'll be second down and eight. Under two minutes to go here in the first quarter of play. Eight-nothing. 
Minden on top. Another missed PAT for Grand Island. They get a pick and score from five yards out. 12-7 Grand Island leading Carney. Hand off Hampton, and he can't follow his blocker. Kyle Nate got double teamed that time. Got shoved back into Hampton, and Hampton gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that'll be it. Hernandez was in there, among others, for the Minden Whippets to make that tackle. Sawyer Cook was in there, and it's going to be third down and eight. At the 46-yard line, after the interception by Avila, can they get a first down mustard here? Back to pass, Wiseman, third down, swing pass, pick six. I mean, it's right into the hands of Gage Freeze and an easy 54-yard interception return for a touchdown. Sometimes the play-by-play man can dress it up for you. Hampton hadn't even turned around. It was just supposed to be a little flare screen out of the backfield. And Freeze saw it coming all the way and had an easy pick. There was absolutely nobody in front of him. Wiseman tried to go run him down. But instead, it's picked off, and Minden is into the end zone for a 14-0 lead with 56 seconds to go here in the first quarter. So each team with a turnover here. Unfortunately for Gibbon, theirs turns into defensive points for the Minden Whippets. And as they line up for the PAT, we see another penalty flag here. Four penalties on Gibbon, three on Minden so far in the first quarter. And not sure exactly what the penalty is. Waiting, waiting. And now they're going to say that Minden, as they hustled up there to get a quick snap, lined up in the neutral zone. So now it looks like they might run out the kicker instead of trying to get it in from two and a half yards. They got the seven and a half yards. And so it looks like they may go ahead and kick this. And bringing in the tee, ready to boot it, Irvin Hernandez. He's your kickoff man, 170-pound junior. 14 to nothing as Minden did convert the two-pointer on their first touchdown. Bates is the holder. Good snap. Placement's down. The kick is away. It's pounded, and it is good. So with 56 seconds remaining here in the first quarter of play, it is now Minden 15 and give a nothing on Power 99. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Trust has earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. 
Back in the Connie Towing Repair broadcast booth where Minden is on top 15 to nothing. A 54-yard interception returned by Gage Freeze. Your five-points bank touchdown. Five-points bank, the better bank. And Gibbon set to return the football here with 56 seconds to go in the first quarter. Hernandez, this one doesn't have much on it. Gibbon decides to let it bounce. Somebody better cover it. It's on the 25. It's still loose. And finally, jumping on top of it is going to be Jesus Hernandez, who's one of the return mans. But... It bounced right by the secondary returners, and Gibbon had no intention of picking that one up as Davis just let it go by him, and it was almost disaster there for Gibbon. So the Buffaloes need something good to happen their way here to settle it down. They had a couple of uh, things that helped them by Minden, a penalty on a fourth down punt, but they couldn't do anything more, and then they got an interception themselves from Avila but gave it right back on the pick. And now Wiseman acting like he doesn't have the play. Sometimes that's a trick. Sometimes he really doesn't, and that's exactly what it is. It is not knowing what the play is here. So a timeout has to be taken by the Buffaloes. Our timeouts are brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. It is 15 to nothing. Minden, we'll be right back. Farmers are darn tough, and times are challenging. Well, that's when you need an ag partner like Aurora Cooperative. By joining forces, things can be accomplished that can't be accomplished alone. Farmers face tough challenges every day, so having a partner is critical to your operation, especially when that partner is Aurora Cooperative. You'll have all the tools for success that you need right at your fingertips to make decisions and investments based on solid research data, innovative solutions, products, and support every step of the way. Tougher together. Aurora Co. And welcome back to high school football here at Cooper Field. Going on in Minden with 56 seconds remaining in quarter number one. Gibbon now on first down. Wiseman goes down the right side, and he's looking for his slot man, Danny Eskendon. And it is going to fall incomplete, trying to get it down the field to Eskendon, guarded there by Caden Land. Oh, of three with an interception through the air now for Gibbon. Minden kind of selling out that they have to stop the run. They feel confident that they can man up in the secondary against the junior quarterback, Wiseman. Trying to catch them deep one-on-one, get a big yardage play, and then they might just run a little hook, get something underneath. Second down and 10. A little stunning, and they'll pitch it out here to Hampton. They've been running everything to the right so far. Hampton all the way to the corner, turns it up across the 25 to about the 27-yard line for a gain of a couple. Hampton has carried it eight times already for 17 yards. The rest of the team has one total yard, so 18 yards, and then the penalties so far, 25 yards. So trying to find some positive yardage here for Gibbon. We may not have to run another play here. We're down to 20 seconds to go in the quarter. They are lining up to go, though. Third down and eight at their own 27-yard line, given down 15 to nothing. Wiseman takes the snap, rolls to his right, throws underneath, and it is going to be tipped and then knocked out of the hands of the intended receiver, trying to get it to Tamayo, and Eddie Gonzalez punched at it twice and finally got it out of there the second time. That was the maybe best-looking pass play we have seen from Gibbon. It was right on the money. It's just that Gonzalez was there with his speed to cover it, and that'll stop the clock with nine seconds to go here in the first quarter. And punting it away again will be Connor Hyde, a 33- and a 39-yard punt. 
as he stands at his own 15-yard line awaiting the snap. Fourth down and eight from the 27. Good snap, not much of a rush. And again, a pooch punt to try to keep it away from Gonzalez, and it's going to roll out of bounds inside the 45, and they'll mark him at about the 42-yard line. So a 31-yard punt, no return, and Minden will have one more play here in the first quarter of play. A five-yard Eddie Gonzalez run, a 54-yard gauge freeze interception return, a two-point conversion, and then a PAT kick, and that's why Minden is up by a score of 15 to nothing. And it looks like there was a illegal procedure on the punt, but I think Minden's just going to go ahead and take the ball where they had the punt from. And they are not going to make him punt it again. First down and 10 at the 42-yard line for the Whippets. And with that five-yard penalty assessed from the spot, that'll move it out between the 47 and the 48. So they still get the five yards, but elect to take it from the spot of the punt. So they're going to line up in a Maryland eye, offset Maryland eye. They'll still turn and give it to Gonzalez, and we get a flag immediately from our referee. Didn't like what he saw. Illegal procedure. And that may be not enough men on the line of scrimmage, which uh, if you were listening to our official at large, Jimmy Langan, with us on the Doug and Daddy show, he says no longer do you have to have seven men on the line of scrimmage, but you do have to have five. And again, they line up with that Maryland eye. And that'll be the fourth penalty all for five yards here against Minden. Long first quarter with all the penalties. Still 15 to nothing, and this will be the final play of quarter number one or at least it should be, barring a penalty. Split out wide to the right is Creed Aylers. To the left is Caden Land out of the pistol. Looking for some motion, and then they snap it, and it goes right past the quarterback. Bates Gonzalez has to pick it up, and he's just going to have to eat it as he is driven down at the 30-yard line. Confusion. They were trying to send a man in motion, and then Bates had to look at both receivers, and that's when his center, Jerron Brown, snapped it. Gonzalez heads up there, covers it, but all the way back at the 28-yard line, that's going to be a 15-yard loss on the play, or more than that, from the 47 all the way back to the 27. So they're going to lose about 20 yards on that play. It'll be second and 30 when we start the second quarter of play, but Minden is up here on opening night at home, 15 to nothing over Gibbon. We'll be right back on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Looking to buy a Traeger grill? Upgrade your current grill or stock up on Traeger supplies? Now is the time. At Builders, we are Traegering into the Nebraska State Fair. Offering special pricing available only in the Builders booth or at Builders stores in Kearney or Grand Island. Check out the new Traeger lineup with Wi-Fi technology, enabling you to set it and forget it. Ask about financing, Builders rewards, and delivery. See you at the Nebraska State Fair. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Community people you know. Doug Dido along with our producer engineer, Cannon Rath, back here at Cooper Field in Minden. And glad to have it. 
on this opening night of the season. But after the final play of the quarter, Minden snapping it over the quarterback's head, lost 20. So they've got it second and 30 at their own 28. They've already converted a first down and 20, but this is second and 30. But Minden is up 15 to nothing, so they got the cushion. They'll go stack left with triple. Looking that way, they'll throw it out here in the flats, and it's through the hands of Dylan Yonda. He was going to be well covered there anyway by Tamayo and Chance Yaki. So it falls incomplete. In the first quarter, Minden got 33 yards rushing and a touchdown from Eddie Gonzalez. At Bates, <laughs> excuse me, uh, Bates through the air was 2 of 3, 16 yards, and an interception, four penalties for 20 yards. Gibbon had five penalties for 30 yards, one first down, and that came on a penalty on Minden. Minden had four first downs. Sean Hampton, eight carries, 17 yards. Danny Eskendon, one carry, five yards. Matt Wiseman, Two carries, negative four, sacked once, and Wiseman through the air, 0 of 4 with that pick six by Gage Freeze. Third down and 30 for Minden at their own 28. Trips to the left, and they'll look right. Throw back underneath and incomplete. Open on the play was Ryan Johnson, but Bates' throw that time was well behind him. And it'll bring up fourth down and pack a lunch, and Gibbon may finally get some good field position here. Plenty of high school football going on in the area. Let's take a look at our scoreboard where St. Paul and Central City are scoreless into the second quarter. Adams Central and Aurora scoreless in the first. Ravenna is up 16-10 over Amherst as they go to the second quarter of play. Hastings leads McCook 10-0 in the second, and Crete leads Lexington 20-7 in the first. And the quarterback, Bates, is also the punter. His first punt of the season is a high, short punt. Gets away from the return man, Eskendon, as he kicks toward the sideline. They didn't want Eskendon to have any chance to return that. It's going to be 36 yards on the punt. They'll mark it out at the 36-yard line, and that'll be Gibbons' best starting field position of the ball game. Donovan Trumbull has jumped out on Wood River 16 to nothing. That's in the second quarter. York playing Alliance tonight. York at home is up 7-6 to six in the first quarter of play. Again, if you have scores from any of the games around the area, we'd love to hear from you. If you're in Pleasanton tonight, Bertrand, Franklin, Overton, Loop City, GICC, the number to call or text 308-646-0506. Given first down, Wiseman wants to throw out into the flat. It's picked off again, and this time by the lineman, Jaron Brown. That was more of a miscommunication than a bad pass. He had two receivers over there, and it looked like they both ran the same route. And that'll be the second turnover here for Gibbon. And just as they had their best starting field position, they give it up. And Brown with the INT for Minden, and they will be at the Gibbon 31-yard line, an excellent field position already up 15 to nothing early on here in the second quarter, 11.38 to go, and it's 15-0. Bates out of the shotgun with Gonzalez to his right. He hands it to him up the middle, has a little hole to the 25, slides through to the 23, down to the 22, upended there by Davis and company, but big yardage on first down here for Gonzalez, and he's going to get a gain of nine. It'll be second down and one. Six carries, 42 yards, and a touchdown already for Gonzalez. And Minden on the move again. Twin River has taken a 6-0 lead on Centura that game towards the end of the first quarter, or at the end of the first. They're going to go with a different look this time, and Gonzalez with the handoff, Bates under center, gives it to him. He crashes forward for the first down, short yardage set. He's going to pick up three. 
It was a different look for Minden, but a very familiar look for most football teams. But any time that Bates had lined up under center so far in the game, they had brought in Lockhorn as a fullback. Lockhorn was not lined up as a fullback. Hartland leading Giltner, second quarter, 32 to nothing. Off on a quick start there for you. So first out and 10 here for Minden. After the interception, looking to take a three-score lead with 10.5 to go in the second quarter of play. Power look this time. Lockhorn is in as the fullback. Give it to Gonzalez. Right up the middle, 15 to the 10, and he's got the first down again. Roll him up at the eight-yard line. Should be right at the marker. Gain of 10 more here, and it will be first down and goal for the Whippets. Trying to take advantage and score on both of the Given turnovers here in the first half. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, a longtime supporter of high school sports here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Sutton leading North Platte St. Pat's in the second quarter by a score of 7-6. First and goal, Whippets. They will send Hunter Heath wide left, but they're keeping it on the ground. Right up the middle as Gonzalez follows his block inside the five down to the three. Maybe even the two as he stretched the ball forward. They will give him the two. It is a gain of six. And it'll be second down and goal from the two. Gonzalez looking for his second touchdown of the night. And give credit to the big boys up front. Loopkeys, Cook, Brown, Banuelos, Hernandez getting the job done. They bunch him in there in that single wing, give it to Gonzalez. This time Gibbons going to stand him up, not let him get in. Might have got about half of what he needed. That's what Coach Dunn and the boys did here for a long time. Single wing, double wing, wing T. Everybody was just jammed in there. And sometimes it's hard to see who has the football, although even though Eddie Gonzalez is only 5'7", everybody in white knows who's getting it. Probably everybody in purple knows who's getting it too. Third down and goal at the one. Knocking on the door. Coming back in is Yonda. Also coming in is Tanner Schmidt. As Minden gets the play call here from just outside the one, about one and a half yards, a little longer in the huddle. That usually means it's not just going to be a handoff to Gonzalez. Lockhorn's in there. They also use Schmidt as a blocking back in the Maryland eye, and there's a false start. You take time in the huddle. You rush up to the line. You try to go quick count, and they didn't go on first motion or first noise. So you had a third and goal at the one. Now you're back at the six, and that is the fifth penalty of the ball game. On Minden, all of the five-yard variety. And the Whippets will send in a whole different-looking crew here. They're going to bring the wide receivers back into the ball game with Heath and Ehlers and Yonda. Try and spread things out. Still wouldn't be surprised to just see him go right up the gut here with Gonzalez, although Gonzalez is going to line up in the slot to the left side. Lockhorn also to the left. They're going to roll it that way, looking to throw Bates, and he throws it over the end zone trying to get it into the hands of Ryan Johnson. He thought Johnson was open, and that ball sailed. How high did it sail? It went between the uprights. Minden has the old, old, old school uprights right now here. And the pass incomplete. So that's four straight incompletions, with one of those being an interception for Bates. And it looks like they're going to go ahead and try and take the three here with Irvin Hernandez. So they'll mark it off, get set for a field goal attempt here. Looks like they'll spot the ball at around the 14. So this officially will be a 24-yard field goal attempt by Hernandez. 
Snap, good. Placement, good. The kick has plenty of leg on it, and it is good. So a 24-yard field goal by Irvin Hernandez makes the score. Minden 18 and Gibbon nothing. 8.29 to go here in the second quarter of play. You're listening to High School Football on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. Our field conditions are brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Impact Partners and Pioneer Seed Science with Service delivering success. And Minden ready to boot it away here. The ball taken back at the 8-yard line. And up the field to the right side is going to be Hampton, 20-25. Runs a man over to the 30, to the 31-yard line. Hampton finally able to find a little daylight out there. He hasn't been able to do that out of the running back position tonight. The field is in outstanding shape. You always hope that's the way it is, the way the weather has been this year with all the rain, all the other things. Not every piece of land is perfect, but it looks beautiful here. Kudos to the ground crew at Cooper Field here at Minden as things look excellent. And so far, Minden looks pretty good as they are on top 18 to nothing. Ten points off Gibbon turnovers. Twins to the left side here. Wiseman takes the snap, gives it to Hampton. Hampton starts right, comes back left, and there's just too much push on the line right now. And Gibbon just have to figure something out, move somebody around. Hampton just got back to the line of scrimmage. Again, Sean has carried it now nine times for 17 yards. They try to get him outside, see if he can find a hole. Anything in between the tackles right now, he has got nothing because... On both sides of the football, Minden's line has done a little bit better here. They know that they want to run it behind Kyle Nate, and so Minden stacks up that way. That time, Gibbon actually ran it away from Kai to try and get a little help. Four down lineman and a 4-3 front here for Minden. Fake the counter, rolling right here some time. Throw it underneath. It's completed to the hands of Kuchera for a short gain and then stacked up by Gonzalez. At the 34-yard line, it's a gain of only about three and a half yards, but it is the first completed pass for Matt Wiseman in the ball game. And that's smart. Find a way to just get something short, just so there's a connection. Get some confidence going here, uh, something positive. It's just a three-yard gain, and it'll bring up third down and seven as the clock continues to run towards the seven-minute mark here in the first half, 18 to nothing in favor of Minden. Four wideouts, twins each way. Checking things out with Hampton, who's right behind him. 
out of that pistol formation. They'll fake it to Hampton. Wiseman wants to keep it off the left side, and he is going to get three or four, but as he lowers his shoulder, he runs into the brick wall known as Gage Lepke's, and Lepke's just lowered his shoulder, and there's a lot more of Lepke's at 200 pounds than what the uh, quarterback, Matt Wiseman, has at 145. It was a beautiful run. He picks up about six. It's going to be fourth down and two. And Gibbon would love to go for this. And they're leaving their guys in there. Down 18 to nothing. We may see him burn a timeout. Let's find out. It's fourth and two at their own 38. They're lining up to go for it. Same formation as the last play. Four wideouts with Hampton. Hard count. Minden doesn't want to jump. That's when you probably could snap it because Minden knows that they're not going to, and so the timeout called by Gibbon. Gibbon didn't really get a hard sell on that one, and Minden knew it was coming. The timeout brought to you by ENT Positions of Kearney. 6.02 to go in the first half. Opening night, Minden 18, Gibbon nothing on Power 99. Do you need transmission repair on your four-wheel drive truck or SUV? How about your two-wheel drive or front-wheel drive vehicle for work or school? Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. Over the years, TBK Transmissions has repaired thousands of four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive, and transfer cases, foreign or domestic. Put your trust in TBK. The only way is TBK, 2520 Avenue Q or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Gibbons elected to punt now out of the timeout. They're going to put some rush on, a low punt that is going to go out of bounds, the shortest one of the night. There was some rush up the middle from Lupke's again, and so they had to get it out of there a little quicker by Connor Hyde, and they're going to mark it at the 40, and that is only a 22-yard punt. So you kind of almost wish that you did go for it. Uh, Had to rush that one out of there a little bit. Four punts, the first three were all between 31 and 39 for Hyde and Gibbon. So first and 10 minutes, they've got it at their own 40-yard line, already up 18 to nothing. A couple of other scores that we want to pass along to you. Uh, Grand Island leading Kearney 12-7 in the second quarter. Adams Central up 14-0 on Aurora. Gothenburg 7-0 Chase County as they move to the second quarter. At halftime, St. Paul 12, Central City nothing, and Kearney Catholic has a 14-0 lead over Broken Bow as they are still in the first quarter. That was a 7-30 kickoff. First and 10. Bates back to pass, one-on-one down the left side. He's looking for Caden Land and overshoots him. It would have been out of bounds anyway. Good coverage by Tamayo, but he threw it to the proper side there, and it's going to be incomplete, and it'll bring up second down. So with a little bit of a cushion here, they want to not have to give it to Gonzalez every time, but Bates, after completing his first two, is 0-5 with a pick. And the incomplete pass. Stops the clock. Sprinting out to the right side, Ryan Johnson. Ehlers to the left side. Gonzalez in the backfield, double tight end here. Bates out of the pistol. Gives it to Eddie. Inside handoff, and he's not going to go very far. Kyle Nate finally works off his block and brings him down quickly after a gain of about a yard and a half. That's the first time that they've been able to hem Gonzalez in. 
And we'll call it a gain of two. 64 yards now for Eddie. And one touchdown. Third down and eight. So give it again. Can they come up with a stop? Their defense has been playing better. In fact, to tell you the truth, it's not like their defense has played bad. They had a 28-yard field for the first touchdown for Minden, a pick six, and then after another turnover, they had a little help from a five-yard penalty but held them to a field goal in the red zone. Third and eight, Minden. They'll bunch right sides and land in motion. Bates rolls that way with three receivers to choose from. Goes deep down the right sideline. He's got land. He's got a completion at the 20, the 15, the 10. Five touchdown, Caden Land. A 58-yarder. And a beautiful pass. Land just turned on the Jets. That's the first time a receiver has run by a defensive back on either team here tonight. And it comes on third down and eight. So Minden has been able to step in there and kind of do things they needed to do in yardage situations that would have favored Gibbon. Beautiful pass there from Bates. Caden Land, the 6'2 senior here on Parents Night. Minden does theirs on the opening night. Did it in volleyball last night. Here's Hernandez to attempt the extra point. The snap bobbled a little bit, and he's going to hook the kick, and it is wide left. But that was on the bobble. We do have a penalty flag. Gibbon ran somebody onto the field late, so they may get another opportunity. Our Five Points Bank touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney, a 58-yard touchdown pass from Braden Bates to Caden Land. And it looks like that penalty is going to end up being on Gibbon. And a re-kick here for Minden. Too many men on the field. And now they might run out the two-point conversion crew. So Minden will try their conversion. Hernandez doesn't run off the field, but you do see three new players come on the field. Three more run off here. Hernandez is just going to stay in to block. They hustle up to the line of scrimmage. Gonzalez is actually the short back here. They give it to Eddie, follows him off the right guard, and Eddie's in for the two-point conversion. So the penalty costs Gibbon two points. With 4.54 to go in the first half of play here in Minden, it's the Whippets 26 and Gibbon nothing on Power 99. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. If you're looking for office, retail, or warehouse space, then consider the 13,000 square feet located at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. Great truck and customer access, large overhead doors, one unit with a dock. Space can be divided and built out to suit specific needs. Call Cody at 308-440-7286 for details. 308-440-7286 for details on the 13,000 square foot space available at 3210 Antelope Avenue, Kearney. Back here at Cooper Field, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors from the Minden and Gibbon area and throughout the listening area 
As Minden ready to kick it off again, short kick, takes a hop, gets by everybody. It's inside the 10, it's in the 5, they're at the 4, the 3, they're still kicking it around and trying to bring them all up the field, running into his own end zone, up to the 5, to the 10-yard line, Hampton, down to the 15, 20, look out, 25, 30, and getting him from behind is Gage Freeze, who had the pick 6 earlier. When you have a disaster on a kickoff, if you don't pin him back, Everybody's blocking assignments are gone. It's a free-for-all. Hampton did a lot of running. He actually ran back into his end zone, came all the way up the Minden sideline, and if Freeze didn't get him, Hampton, I don't know if his speed would have been enough to get him all the way to the other end, but he would have had 30 more yards easily as he started to cut back across the field. So Gibbon will have it. First down and 10 at their own 36-yard line. Trying to get this offense on track. Just haven't been able to do anything offensively in this football game. And until that 58-yard pass over the top there, their defense hadn't been too bad. Twins to the short side. Wiseman looks at him. He'll send a man in motion, and here comes the snap. And we have whistles to blow the play dead. We're going to have a timeout, the final one by Gibbon. There's been some confusion out there about when the man wants to go in motion. Wiseman saying, go, go, and nobody moves. A timeout on the uh, field brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. We're going to go ahead and just keep it here and uh, tell you that uh, coming up next week, we've got more high school sports on Thursday. Grand Island Central Catholic and Hastings St. Cecilia Volleyball teams ranked first and third in Class C2 will play at Chapman Gym in Hastings. We'll have that for you at around 7 o'clock next week. Then more high school football on Friday. Ord leading Cozad at the half, 21 to nothing. In C2, Grand Island Central Catholic leading Malcolm 14-0 second quarter. Also in the second, Donovan Trumbull over Wood River 24-0. Sutton leads North Platte St. Pat's 7-6. In Class C1, it is uh, other scores that have not changed since we last talked. St. Paul still leading Central City 12-0. Adam Central over Aurora 14-0. Carney Catholic over Broken Bow 14-0. And B, Crete leads Lexington 20-7 at the half. Hastings leads McCook 10-0. And Alliance and York tied at 9 at halftime. Don't see that score very often. So out of the timeout now, given first and 10 at their own 36, trailing 26 to nothing with 4.41 to go here in the first half. Escondon in motion from right to left, fake the handoff, look back to the tight end. It's going to be complete underneath the Jacob Kuchera. Steps across the 40, out to about the 42-yard line. He'll get a gain of five and a half, maybe six. And that is one of the biggest offensive plays of the entire game. The biggest rush by Hampton has been five yards. Escondon had a five-yard run. That's the biggest pass play. So with a six-yard gain, that's the best offensive play so far of the game for Gibbons. Second down and fourth, their own 42. Twins to the wide side this time. Wiseman out of the pistol. Hampton, oh, he went to the wrong side. Wiseman handed it to the right. Hampton went to the left. Wiseman's able to fall forward and actually at least pick up a yard. But a busted play there, and it'll be third down and three. Kind of a must convert here for Gibbon for a couple of reasons. They do not have an offensive first down. The only first down in the game for Gibbon came on a penalty for too many men on the field on a punt by Minden. And if they can get a first down here, there's a pretty good chance that uh, Minden may not get the football back as we're down to three and a half to go. In the second quarter, Twins left. Wiseman gives it to Hampton, and they rush him hard, but Hampton bounces off, finds a way to get to the 45-yard line, but maybe just short. The ball came loose, and it's going to be Minden football. 
fighting for the first down. Minden covers the football. Not quite sure who picked that up for Minden. Might have been Alex Banuelos. Sometimes you look at the best celebration. So I'm going to go with Banuelos. Had the fumble recovery. And that is the third turnover here in this first half. And now Minden has 321. And they have it at the Gibbon 47-yard line. First down and 10. Already up 26-0. Handed off to Gonzalez. Gonzalez comes right into the middle of the line and picks up about a yard. Maybe a yard and a half. It'll be second down and nine yards to go. 65 yards here in the ballgame for Gonzalez. Escondon in there, as you heard on the tackle. So a five-yard run by Eddie Gonzalez. A 54-yard pick six by Gage Freeze. A 24-yard field goal for Irvin Hernandez. And the last score for Minden, a 58-yarder from Bates to land on their last possession. Lockhorn, they finally hand him the football. The fullback is going to be met immediately by Dylan Davis after a gain of a couple. And it's going to be third down and long. That's Lockhorn's first carry of the evening. Bates has not run the ball at all. So, you know, to Carver Gonzalez, every chance he can get. So last time it was third and eight, they went over the top and got the touchdown pass to land. And Caden will come running back into the football. And Lockhorn is limping as he comes off the football field. So he ran it once, and he got twisted up. That right knee kind of trying to loosen that up a little bit as he gets over to the sideline. Land all by himself over here to the left side, going to be covered by Tamayo. Trips bubble to the right side on third and eight. Rolling to his left is Bates. Throws it back underneath. Contact and incomplete. Almost picked off. A little miscommunication here from Minden because Bates threw it underneath, and Land was just running a fly pattern, and jumping it underneath there was Wiseman and almost came away with a key interception. Fourth down here at that spot on the field. Where do you do? Do you safety punt it, or do you go ahead and go for it? And Lockhorn's going to hobble back out here on the field. After the incompleted pass, Minden just not getting anything done through the air at all. And Bates to punt it. So it is fourth down and six. Minden at the given 43-yard line. And it looks like Given won't give up any points this time on the turnover. Bates, directional kick, a very high kick, beautiful kick. Running under it and taking it at the 16-yard line. Dropped it, fumbled, Minden covers. The cover of the football is made by Jamie Birkenstram, the sophomore. That ball hung up there, and Danny Eskendon thought, I'm just going to go get it on the run, and it slipped through his hands, and it just kind of everything that can go wrong is going wrong right now for Gibbon. They've stopped the penalties, but they give it up, and Minden's got it at the 16-yard line. And a fresh set of downs. On first down and 10, handoff right up the middle, maybe back to the line of scrimmage for a half yard. As Gonzalez, and they run the clock a little bit. Now we've got a little skirmish underneath. Uh-oh. One of the Minden players kind of loses his balance coming backwards, but there's a little yammering going on in there, and uh, Tanner Schmidt didn't like any part of it. And now we've got an official's timeout where there'll be a penalty on the play here. Let's find out. Now the referee is just going to bring the two captains together and say, all right, 
That's enough. Let's not get cheap here. They didn't let it go past the first incident. No gain on the play for Gonzalez. It'll be second down and 10. Minden has all of their timeouts if they need them. 126 to go here in the second quarter. Minden 26. And given nothing. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. All the first half stats. We'll take a look at the Platte River Prep scoreboard. A 26-yard field goal in the last minute of the first half. Carney gets closer. Grand Island 12-10. 40 seconds to go until halftime. Twin River has scored again with two minutes to go in the first half. They lead Centura 12-0. Here a different formation. Trying to hand it off on a jet sweep. The ball bounces around, but back right up into the hands of Creed Ehlers. And he'll turn it up the field, and then we get maybe a late hit at the end of the play. Ehlers gets it up to the 13, a gain of three. They had everybody, about four or five guys in the backfield. They sent Ehlers on a jet sweep. The ball went right off of his chest, took two bounces. He stayed in stride, picked it up, and turned the corner for three. And we're going to get a dead ball personal foul here on Gibbon. So the ball will be moved even closer to the goal line as Ehlers will pick up the three. That's the first penalty of the ball game here for Gibbon in the second quarter. That'll be a half the distance to the goal line. Should move it between the seven and the eight. Pretty close to the seven. 54 seconds remaining here in the first half. And that is an automatic first down. So first down and goal here. At least that was the indication by the official. And they'll run the clock. So 50 seconds as Minden comes up in a comfort spot. They did get down to the one earlier and had a false start. A little confusion and Minden's going to call a timeout. Yep. And Jeb Hatch kind of rips the headset off and says, guys, we were in the huddle forever. What was the problem? But a timeout on the field brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, the first of the game for Minden. They'll have it first and goal at the seven-yard line with the score Minden 26, given nothing on Power 99. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Ken Rath, Stacy Johns, glad to have you along with us on this opening Friday night of the 2019 football season. 43 seconds to go before halftime. Minden looking for more. First and goal from the given seven. Tight eye formation. They give it to Gonzalez. Starts left, cuts back right, runs into Onade and company. He'll get to the four. A gain of three. And it'll be second down. Minden elects not to use a timeout. They're trying to hustle up off the ball. They are huddling up. Ball between the three and the four. Looks like they're just going to say same play. Bates comes up under center, turns, hands it off. Gonzalez right side, and Gibbon has him. He's going to pick up a half a yard, and now Minden's going to have to call a timeout with 12 seconds remaining. It'll be their second timeout of the half. So Gibbon steps up, makes a nice play to keep Gonzalez out of there. And again, they're trying to unstack them there at the three-yard line. It'll be third down and goal at the three here 
for Minden as they try to go up 32 to nothing. It's 26 nothing here. Gibbon has turned it over four times, six penalties in the first half of this football game. And with 12 seconds to go before halftime, a reminder that tomorrow, Husker football on the breeze, 94.5. You know that the kickoff is at 11 o'clock. But if you're driving down, you can turn it on because the pregame begins at 6 a.m. On the breeze, 94.5. You can listen to Greg Sharp and the boys, Matt Davison, and all the folks with the Husker Sports Network bringing you the five-hour pregame as we get ready for the season opener for the 24th-ranked Huskers. Tomorrow night, Hastings College is at home as they will be taking on Panhandle State of Oklahoma. 6 o'clock kickoff, 5 o'clock pregame on 1230 a.m. KHAS, UNK football team doesn't play until Thursday when they go down to Missouri Southern. All right, they break the huddles, and we're ready to line up third down and three here for Minden. Spread it out with Lockhorn, the deep back. Gonzalez is a blocking back. They'll roll right, throw to the tight end of the end zone. Caught, touchdown, Ryan Johnson. A three-yard touchdown pass from Braden Bates. To Ryan Johnson, his second touchdown pass of the ball game, and eight seconds to go now before halftime. And this game was much closer last year, 27-13. And just those three seniors for Gibbon, even though they have a lot of returning players back that played as youngsters. Urban Hernandez to kick it. Now we're in danger of the running clock as the kick is on the way. And the kick is good. So that makes it 33 to nothing in favor of Minden with eight seconds to go here in the first half. We'll be back with the kickoff in a moment. Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. This is a out-of-class matchup, Minden C1, Gibbon C2, uh, but just down the road, an easy one to put on the schedule. And one more kickoff here for Irvin Hernandez, and Minden will get the ball to start the third quarter of play. Hernandez, no squib kick, pounds it as far as he can. It's taken at the 8-yard line by Escondon. Goes from the right hash to the left of the 15 to the 20, tries to cut back, runs into some purple jerseys at the 25. A penalty flag comes down. The clock runs out, and the tackle made by Minden's Lucas Epperson. And if this penalty is on Gibbon, we will head to the halftime locker room. And our referee says a personal foul face mask on the defense, so we will have an untimed down here to end the half. The return was up to the 26. 15 more yards gets you out to the 41-yard line. 
That's the first major penalty against Minden. They'd had five five-yarders. So we will have the untimed down at the 41-yard line, and with their biggest offensive play of the game being six yards, we'll see if they do anything or they chuck it out. Interesting, they come all over to the sideline, they get the play, and then they all look at their wristbands. Instead of just telling them to play at the sideline, they just call the code, and while they're walking back out, they look at the wristbands, and splitting out wide to the right is going to be Elijah Harper. They are going to go four wide, trips to the right, single to the left, and Eskendon, prevent defense here for Minden, and they may just hand it to Hampton. Let's find out. Wiseman in the shotgun. That's what he does. Hampton up the middle, 45, trying to break free, but not going to get much more than that as he's wrapped up by Brown. Again, out to about the 47-yard line. We'll give him a gain of six, and that is the end of the first half of play here from Cooper Field in Minden. And it's all Minden right now with a little help from Gibbon uh, with the turnovers and the penalties, but they've also taken advantage of a couple of big plays in the game. Your score, the Minden Whippets, 33 and the given Buffaloes, nothing. You're listening to High School Sports on your sports leader of the Tri-Cities, Power 99, KKPR-FM, Kearney, Hastings, Grand Island, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Don't forget the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com to nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One male and one female winner will be listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com each month, brought to you by B&B Carpet. And we had a winner last year from uh, Minden, of course, Mr. Aiden Wheelock, who has went on to a college career. The cross-country team is solid. The, got a lot of solid fall sports over here right now for Minden. Uh, some of them, the cross-country hasn't begun their season yet, but they've got golf and softball and volleyball and football and cross-country. So kids stay very busy over here at Minden. And uh, for a given, we can't wait to see if they can make a few uh, changes here, not exactly what they wanted to do to start off the season with uh, the turnovers. They just have to find a way to get some offense going and sustain a drive for a little bit because, again, their defense didn't play that bad here in the first half, even though it's 33 to nothing. We'll discuss that and a whole lot more on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. It's coming up here on Power 99. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. It's the sale you've been waiting for. Gary Michael Summer Half Price Sale. All men's and ladies' summer clothing is half price. Don't delay. There's still plenty of hot weather ahead, and Gary Michaels has the clothing for all occasions, from swim to golf to summer weddings. Now half price. And ladies, Hobo and Brighton clearance, half to 75% off. Shop now in downtown Hastings and Kearney, Gary Michaels Clothiers. 
Just when you thought it was safe to stay out of the water, Buzz's Marine presents Cause 6, a new dimension in savings. Why do they call it a Cause 6 sale? Because there's only six carryover specials left in stock, and Buzz's Marine has taken a monstrous bite out of their price. Buzz's Marine has vowed that the sale will come to an abrupt halt as soon as the last boat is sold. Cause 6. Brought to you by Buzz's Marine. Hurry, sale ends whenever. Go to buzzesmarine.com for more details. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Cardi. And welcome back to Cooper Field here in Minden, along with Cannon Rath and Stacy Johns. I'm Doug Duda. Big thank you to Ed Rouse, the athletic director, and all the fine folks here for their hospitality. It's time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. At halftime, Gibbons done it. Through the air, on the ground, defensively, and even a field goal. The score is the Whippets 33, and given nothing. Let's take a look at the PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. You can follow along with it, too, by going to PlatteRiverPreps.com. Most all the games have moved towards halftime, not quite all of them. In Class A, it is Grand Island 12, Kearney 10 at the half. In Class B, Crete was up on Lexington as they went to the second quarter, 20-7. to On 12.30 a.m., KHAS, Hastings shut out McCook in the first half, and Hastings leads McCook by a score of 10 to nothing in the third quarter. And at halftime, York has taken a 16-9 lead over Alliance, Northwest, and Gehring just getting underway out in the panhandle. In Class C1, these are second quarter scores. It is... Adams Central leading Aurora 21 to nothing. The defending state champs trailing Adams Central on ESPN 1550. Gothenburg leading Chase County 14 to nothing. O'Neill over Boone Central Newman Grove 12 to seven, and Carney Catholic is leading Broken Bow by a score of 28 to nothing, and that can be heard on ESPN. 1460. We've got that going for you on ESPN Radio. They started a little bit later at 7.30. Halftime scores from our area in Class C1. St. Paul leading Central City 12 to nothing. Ord leading Kozad 21 to nothing. And then, of course, our score here, Minden 33 and Gibbon nothing. That's the halftime score here in Minden. In Class C2, the games that we have are at half. Grand Island Central Catholic leads Malcolm 21 to nothing. Donovan Trumbull leads Wood River 36 to nothing. Twin River leads Centura 12 to nothing. Sutton over St. Pat's 7 to 6. And Sandy Creek in Southern Valley 7 7 at halftime. We are looking for a score on the Hastings St. Cecilia Hershey game. Would also like an update on Pleasanton Ansley Litchfield and Fullerton against Arcadia Loop City. If you have those scores, text us or call us at 308 646 05. Zero six in D one a final. It is Alma over Bertrand thirty eight to twenty four at halftime. Ravenna leads Amherst thirty to ten. South Loop leads Sutherland twenty eight twenty four and Elm Creek seven to nothing over Overton. Also at the half in D two finals from yesterday. Twin Loop beat Anselmo Myrna forty four twenty two. Central Valley over Riverside fifty eight to twenty at halftime. Elwood and Arapahoe are tied at eight. Blue Hill leads Meridian 40 to nothing, and in the second quarter that last check, Hartland led Giltner by a score of 32 to nothing. In six-man football tonight, Wilcox Hildreth at the half leads Red Cloud 28 to 14. SEM beat Elba by a forfeit, and Silver Lake over Lewiston 48 to six. And looking for an update on the Harvard Spalding Academy score. 
If you have that, uh, give us a buzz or a text, 308-646-0506. Here again, it's 33-0, Minden leading Gibbon at the half. We'll be back on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report in a moment. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Don't forget Labor Day, plenty of college football going to be on ESPN 1460 and 1550 tomorrow. Stanford and Northwestern, the afternoon game, Oregon and Auburn, the evening game. Then on Sunday, we've got Oklahoma and Houston and Monday Night Football, Louisville taking on Notre Dame. So college football throughout the year and this weekend on ESPN 1460 and 1550. And a full slate of the NFL Thursday and Sunday and Monday all the NFL, also on ESPN Radio. Don't forget that we have our Husker lunches on the Doug and Daddy Show on ESPN throughout the season. Our first one will be at Cunningham's of the Lake in Kearney the Friday before the Northern Illinois game. Of course, the Huskers, we had one today in Grand Island uh, with Sean Callahan, and we'll have uh, Sean Callahan, Steve Sipple, and a variety of guests throughout the year. Uh, listen to the Doug and Daddy Show on ESPN 1460 and 1550. A lot of volleyball going on next week, but let's take a look at what's still to come for these two football teams. As we said, Minden hits the road next week to go to Broken Bow, and Broken Bow right now trailing at the half, or almost at the half, 28-0 to Kearney Catholic. Then Minden's home in two weeks to take on Sydney. They go to Fillmore Central and Kearney Catholic. They'll host Kozab, go to Adams Central. That's a heck of a three-game stretch there. The Stars, the Haymakers, and Adams Central when they get into district play. Then if they can survive that, their last two games are at home against Holdridge and Southern Valley. For Gibbon, they have Hershey and Hastings St. Cecilia coming in the next two weeks. Then they go to North Platte, St. Pat's, and out to Bridgeport for a late afternoon game on the 27th. A tough one with St. Paul coming in. They go to Centura, and then they host Grand Island Central Catholic and end the year with Wood River there uh, in their district play. So Gibbon trying to find a way to 
get back in the win column after going winless last year. Uh, Gibbons' program has definitely been riding a roller coaster. They had some lean years, and they came back through and made it into the playoffs and made it into the top ten. We're very competitive, but graduation hit them hard. The number's a little bit low, as we said, only three seniors on this year's football team, and they're taking their lumps here in the first quarter and first half against Minden. Six penalties, four turnovers, and uh, three of those leading to some points uh, directly for Minden, who's up by a score of 33 to uh, nothing. Again, next Thursday, our high school volleyball action will uh, take us to Hastings as St. Cecilia plays Grand Island Central Catholic. Minden is home tomorrow for their own eight-team invitational pool play. will start at 9 o'clock. Every team's going to get three matches in pool play, and then they'll have the placement match, uh, first, third, fifth, and seventh, depending on how you did in your pool play action uh, right over here in Minden. Hopefully the rain stays away. So far, so good. It's really a very nice night for football here at Cooper Stadium, and we will take a look at the first-half stats as Minden leads given 33 to nothing right after this timeout. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up, and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. First Bank and Trust Company in Minden provides the latest technology with a personal touch. Minden's First Bank and Trust Company is a leader in online and mobile banking, including remote deposit from your smartphone. Technology at your fingertips, along with personal bankers to discuss your needs. First Bank and Trust Company of Minden. It's what you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. And First Bank and Trust Company is a proud supporter of all area athletes. And welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report here on Power 99. Let's go ahead and take a look at the unofficial first-half stats of our ball game, starting with the given Buffaloes. Sean Hampton, a 1,200-yard rusher last year, has ran it 10 times tonight for just 23 yards. Danny Eskendon, one carry, five yards. Quarterback Matt Wiseman, four carries, three yards. He has been sacked once in the football game. 15 rushing attempts for 31 yards in the first half for Gibbon. For Wiseman through the air, he's put it up seven times. He completed his last two, but he also has two interceptions, including one that was a pick six. So two of seven, two picks, no touchdowns. Nine yards through the air, 31 on the ground. That's only 40 yards of offense in the first half for Gibbon. One first down, that came via a penalty. They have turned it over four times, two picks and two fumbles. They have four punts in the ball game so far by Connor Hyde. He's averaging about 33 yards a punt. Six penalties for 37 yards, but only one of those penalties came in the second quarter, and that came on a late hit. So they did clean that up a little bit, but 37 yards in penalties, 40 yards in offense. Kind of tells the story there for Gibbon as they're shut out here in the first half. For the uh, Minden Whippets, again, Gibbon's defense, for being down 33 to nothing, they haven't done bad. They have hemmed Eddie Gonzalez in. Here's a kid that is going to average over 100 yards a football game uh, fairly easily, and on a night like this, maybe expecting to do even more. 15 rushing attempts for 70 yards and one touchdown to the ball game on the ground for Gonzalez. 
Not much else on the ground. Dawson Lockhorn, one carry, two yards. Creed Ehlers, one carry, three yards. The quarterback, Bates, has not attempted a run yet in the football game. They did have that missed time snap, which you have to put in the stats. It was a loss of 20 as they were trying to uh, send a man in motion. Bates was looking the other way. Brown snapped the ball. Gonzalez ran back and covered it, but a team loss of 20. So in the actual running plays, they had 18 carries for 75 yards, but that 20-yard loss gives them an official total of 18 carries for 55 yards. Through the air, Bates hit his first two and his last two, but in between had six incompletions. He is four of 10, one interception, two touchdown passes, one of 58 yards to land and one of three yards to uh, Johnson, Ryan hauling it in right before halftime. 77 yards through the air, 55 yards on the ground. That's 132 yards of offense for eight first downs. Make it nine first downs in the first half of play here for Minden. One punt for 36 yards, one turnover, six penalties for 40 yards here in the first half. Taking a look at the scoring recap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. The opening drive of the game for Gibbon was a three and out, and after a nice punt return by Eddie Gonzalez, there was 20 yards of penalties on that first series for Minden, so they were booting it in the red zone, and Gonzalez returned it to the 28-yard line. They handed it off to him four straight times, and he took it in from five yards out. Gonzalez then a two-point run, 8.05 to go in the first quarter, 8-0 in favor of Minden. Then Avila comes up with the interception for Gibbon at the Minden 46-yard line, only to see it taken right back a few plays later as Gage Freeze jumps her out for a 54-yard interception return. Hernandez added the PAT after a penalty backed him up. They decided to kick it, 56 seconds to go in the first quarter, 15 to nothing. Minden, that's how the first quarter would end. Then Jerron Brown comes away with an interception at the given 31-yard line. That ends up being a 24-yard field goal by Irvin Hernandez, 8.29 to go in the second quarter, 18 to nothing. Minden, then facing third down and eight in their own territory. Bates hooks up with Caden Land on a straight fly pattern. It's really the only time either team has had a receiver run right by the defensive back, and the ball was right on the money. A 58-yard touchdown pass. Gonzalez adds the run. 4.54 to go in the half. 26 to nothing, Minden. Then Banuelos recovers a fumble at the given 47-yard line, only to see Jamie Birkenstan come back and come away with a fumble recovery, and they're able to do something with that. The fourth turnover, that was on a punt that Gibbon could have let bounce, but it's hung up in the air so long. Escadon ran up to try to field it. It bounced off his fingertips. He couldn't jump on it. Birkenstead covered it at the Gibbon 16-yard line, and three plays later, Bates hooks up with Ryan Johnson on a three-yard touchdown pass. Hernandez adds the kick, eight seconds to go before half, and that's where we're at. The score, Minden 33, Gibbon nothing. So the story, can Gibbon get something going offensively? Because if Minden scores again, you've got the running clock. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. 
Transmission problems, sloppy or jerky shifting could be a serious hit to your pocketbook, or sometimes a simple repair is all that is needed. Maybe a solenoid or a small electronic part. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. We'll share some money-saving choices of whether to repair or replace your transmission. Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, foreign or domestic. The only way is TBK. 2520 Avenue Q or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. Doug Duda back with you here on KKPR-FM. Carney, Minden, Gibbon, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Glad to have you along with this. Gibbon now with a little bit of wind out of their back out of the south. Will boot it away for the first time in the game. Abel Avila to do the job. And back deep will be Gonzalez and Land standing at the 10-yard line. 33-0 Minden here on opening night. Let's see how things change or stay the same in the second half of play. Checking with his line, now ready to go. And Avila puts a foot into it. No squib or anything. He'll boot it deep. Picked up by Land at the 11-yard line on the right. Hash comes up the right side, 15-20. And a good open field tackle by Gibbons, Roman Colbert. The freshman comes in and makes the tackle just across the 25-yard line. They may mark him right on the 25, and that'll be the case. First down and 10 for Minden, and this will be actually their worst starting field position of the entire football game. So first down and 10, Minden gets a chance here. And let's see if they do much more than hand it off to Gonzalez here early on. Kind of a catch-22 on opening night. You like to get a lot of Things worked out, run a lot of plays. Yeah, you want to win the football game, but I don't expect any 50-yard pass attempts here. They want to run some offense. Twins to the left. Gonzalez in the backfield. Offset eye with a fullback, Lockhorn, who boogered up his knee a little bit in the first half. Pitch play that way. Gonzalez bobbles it, regains it. Now has to change directions. Good stiff arm, and look out. There's a block by the quarterback, Bates. 30, 35, right sideline, pushed out of bounds across the 40 at the 45-yard line by Avila Gonzalez. Nothing to his left, and he decided to exit stage right, and he's going to take it for 21 yards out to the 45-yard line. 91 now on the first play of the second half, the biggest play of the ball game on the ground for Eddie Gonzalez, the senior running back for the Minden Whippets. Probably would have been a 1,000-yard rusher last year had he not got banged up. And they'll need him to be this year to be as successful as they want. Twins left. Ehlers to the short side. Gonzalez again. He'll try his hand off the right hash and right tackle, but right there to make the tackle is Dylan Davis. Davis has made a good number of tackles tonight as a sophomore for Gibbon. So looking for the bright spots, and there's one of them for the Buffaloes. It's going to be a gain of two for Gonzalez. Just underway here in quarter number three, first minute. Minden are getting set to run their third play here of the second half. In control, doing a good job of rotating their men, especially at the wide receiver and flanker position. Johnson back in, Heath in, twins to the left. Now they go with twins in the backfield, running backs to the each side of the wing that time. of Bates, who wants to drop back and pass, he'll throw it underneath for Heath. Heath comes back and grabs it, breaks a tackle at the 50, down the left sideline, 45-40, gets another tackle. Then he breaks to the 35 and finally tripped up near the 30-yard line. 
a touchdown-saving tackle by Jacob Kuchera. He was the last man in blue and white. And a nice job that time to pick up from the 47 to the 38. Going to go with about 16 yards. So Bates now starting to settle in a little more comfortably through the air as he struggled early in that second quarter. First down and 10, ball at the 38-yard line of Gibbon. They'll send Ehlers out to the right side. Always a different look in the backfield. This time it's just Gonzalez. They'll hand it to him from Bates right over the top of his right guard. He's stacked up as he gets to the Gibbon 35-yard line. Going to be a gain of three, and it'll bring up second down and seven. And they have quit running Bates over to the sideline now. I think if they are on the near hash, Bates will come over and get the play, but they always sub in a wide receiver or a flanker. And so Caden Land, who had the 58-yard touchdown reception, slides back in there. Second and seven. On the left hash as they move from left to right here. They stack a bubble trips to the right side here and then move a man in motion and give it to Ehlers on the jet sweep, trying to find a block, gets one, runs over a man, but who also makes the tackle out here is Tamayo at the 30-yard line, a gain of five on the play, the second carry of the night for Creed Ehlers. It'll bring up third down and about two and a half yards to go. So again, Gibbon has contained the run. Now maybe they haven't stuffed it and maybe... Minden has been able to get some first downs, but and it looks like Dawson Lockhorn is going to be done for the night. He is standing over here with knee uh, with ice on that right calf. His only carry he got twisted in the pile. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center as they try to hand it off here to Gonzalez. A little exchange trouble, but Gonzalez is able to get it and has just enough for the first down. He'll pick up four, and that should get him to an even 100 yards on the evening as Minden on the opening drive of the third quarter continues to move the chains. 9-17 to go in the third, 33 to nothing in favor of the Whippets as most of our games in the listening area are just getting underway into the third quarter. Hastings has scored again. They are leading at McCook 17 to nothing in an eye-opener. Bates wants to throw right side and hooks and then throws and hitches, and it's over the top of Hunter Heath. He looked, gave the ball fake, and then let it fly a little too high, and that'll bring up second down and 10. Usually you wait till later in the year to talk about kind of the grass getting wet and dewy because it's a little cooler than normal here, and the guys aren't used to at least probably practicing this type, and the football gets a little wet, and you could tell that Bates was rubbing his hands there trying to get him dried off. He'll come over and get the play, and it'll be second down and 10 yards to go. Ball at the 30-25 yard line of Gibbon. Twins to the short side right, back in an I formation. They'll turn and hand it to Gonzalez, follows his fullback, keeps his legs turning to get four, maybe five. How about more? Six, seven. The pile just kind of pushed Gonzalez forward. And they'll mark him down. Well, he didn't make it that far. They're going to get him all the way to the 16-yard line. I didn't see any purple jerseys that far up the field, but nonetheless, it's an 11-yard pickup. And another first down here for Minden. In there playing fullback now is the junior Tanner Schmidt in place of Dawson Lockhorn. Trying to follow him on a lead block, but most of the time, Gonzalez doesn't even necessarily follow his fullback. They'll send the fullback into 
the hole off the guard one way, and Gonzalez will go the other way. Gonzalez now flanking Bates to his right side. Twins left, land to the right, and they'll give it to him in a blitz. Oh, my goodness. First time Hampton just jumped the count. Gonzalez didn't even take a step. That's the first time all night that we have seen a negative play here for a minute outside of the time they snapped it over the quarterback's head. It's only a loss of one, but what a nice play by Hampton, who just hasn't been able to get on track offensively, but he makes a great play there defensively. Second down and 11. So Gibbon took a chance there, and it paid off. They saw something in the formation, and with all the different looks that Bennett has put up on that offensive side, they haven't run a ton of different plays. They just give you different looks. Quads, trips to the left, land to the right, man-on-man pressure. They're going to blitz up the middle, looking for the slot left. Picked off. It's picked off at the 15, to the 20, to the 25, and the tackle is going to be made by Johnson as he gets to the 26-yard line, the second turnover of the ball game for Minden, and coming up and making the pick that time was Kuchera. Kuchera makes the pick, and Gibbon needed that one. They'll pull the ball up to the 27-yard line of Gibbon. nothing. They ate up four and a half minutes on that opening drive, but Minden comes up empty. And now let's see what the Buffaloes can do as they have it for the first time in the second half. Maybe any adjustments as they spread the field. Just give it to Hampton right up the middle. Runs over a man, but the same man that he ran over slid down the leg and held on to the ankle, and the tackle made by Lupkes. Lupkes makes the tackle, but... He took the brunt of the Sean Hampton uh, train coming up the middle. Got about three and a half yards on the play. We're going to call it second down and seven. There has been absolutely nothing easy for Sean Hampton in this football game tonight. 33 to nothing in favor of Minden. And we've got a penalty flag. Our official on the given sideline has had to throw that one against the lineman a couple of times. That's the third or fourth time he has flagged the offense for lining up in the neutral zone. So the first penalty of the ball game's second half will be on Gibbon. They've got seven, but only two since the first quarter. Seth Stroh scores a touchdown for Carney. Nine minutes to go in the third. They now take the lead back from Grand Island, 17-12. to 12. Hand off Hampton. Hole over the left side closes quickly as Banuelos comes in there with Brown and company to upend him. He'll make it out to the 30-yard line. And he's going to get back all five yards that they lost on the penalty. Again, Gibbon looking for their first offensive touchdown. Or, excuse me, well, they're looking for that, but first offensive first down. Centura has tied Twin River 12-12. In the third quarter, a play. And And third and seven from their own 30. Trips to the left. They'll turn, give it to Hampton. He's hitting the backfield. They weren't fooled at all. Coming through to make the tackle for Minden. I believe that's Brown, or excuse me, Cook. And we've got an injured football player, maybe a cramp. Maybe a cramp on the play, but uh, no gain for Hampton. So Hampton uh, is brought down, and we've got a little entry timeout, but it's not going to take very long. And they say that that is Birkenstead on the tackle. 
We'll confirm that during the break here, but it's fourth down and eight, and for the fifth time of the football game, it'll be Connor Hyde to go back and put it away. Snap is high, but not over his head. Not much of a rush. Low soccer tile kick, bounces at the 50. Gonzalez has to let it go. It's going to roll about 16 yards and die at the 35-yard line. So that's the best punt, 21, and put on another 15-36. I guess he did have a 39-yarder, so a 36-yard punt, but no return that time, and Minden will take over first and 10, leading it 33 to nothing. Five and a half to go here in the third quarter. No scoring yet here in quarter number three. Wilcox Hildreth leading Red Cloud 34-20. That game is setting in the third quarter in six-man. At the half, Harvard leads Spalding Academy 54-19. Silver Lake beat Lewiston 48-6. Earlier tonight, SCM gets a forfeit win over Elba. We'll look at some other scores in a minute. Bates fakes the handoff and keeps it himself. That's the first time he's carried the football all night long. Comes straight up the middle across the 35 for a gain of two to the 37-yard line, just trying to make that linebacker stay on him as Eskendon makes the tackle. Other scores, as we just told you, Carney regains the lead over Grand Island 17-12. In Class B in the fourth quarter, Hastings leads McCook 20 to nothing on 12:30 KHAS, and York leads Alliance 16-9 in the fourth. Northwest scores first, has a 7-0 lead over Caring as they play in the second quarter of play. Second and eight here. Bates dropped the snap, has to just fall on it. Went to hand it off and just fell on top of it. And they're going to lose about four on the play. So a couple of times that they have dropped the handle. And it'll be third down and 11. In C1, fourth quarter, Ord 28, Kozad nothing. Halftime, Carney Catholic 42. Broken bow, nothing. St. Paul leading Central City 12-6, and Adam Central was on top of Aurora 21-0 uh, at the half. Fourth quarter, Sutton leads North Platte St. Pat's 14-7. St. Cecilia leading Hershey at the half 21-7. On third and 11, Bates dropping back for a screen pass underneath to Gonzalez. Bobbles it, now catches it, turns it upfield. 30-35, breaks a tackle 40. He's down the left sideline, and he is into given territory for a first down at the 45-yard line. A screen pass good for 21 yards and a first down. Minden, or excuse me, Gibbon was right on top of that play with Jose Honorado, but Gonzalez bobbled the ball, so Honorado had to slow down, and Gonzalez changed his direction, and being a little faster than the lineman for Gibbon, he was able to turn it upfield, and by the time anybody else tracked him down, it was too late. And Yaki goes over to finish the playoff. First and 10, Minden at the 45-yard line of Gibbon, up 33 to nothing, which was the score at half, 15 to nothing after one. Minden scored with eight seconds to go before halftime. Handoff here again to uh, Ehlers, and on a delayed handoff, he goes nowhere. Davis is there. Chance Yaki is there. The timing wasn't right on that one for Minden. In fact, Ehlers kind of wasn't at his quarterback yet when they snapped the football. They're going to give him credit for one falling forward, third carry for nine yards. So a pretty quiet third quarter so far here as Dylan Yonda comes back into the football game. A final from earlier today, it was Alma over Bertrand, 38-24, to as that one is in the books. On second down and nine, Ehlers in motion. 
They'll wait and roll this way. Bates wants to throw down the middle of the football field. One-on-one going for it all and overshoots. Caden Land. They overloaded the right side and tried to get Tamayo to bite. This time it didn't happen. Land lands a little hard, and he's going to limp back. He was headed to the huddle, but he is now headed to the sideline. And I think they're going to give him a chance to hustle over here a little bit and bring up third down and nine. I don't know if he banged his knee or landed on his hip because he took a full-out dive trying to slide under that football. Just didn't work for him. Third down and nine, Minden. Opening night at home, four wideouts, twins each way. Short side is the right side. And they've got a backup quarterback in there right now. They hand it to Gonzalez. And the quarterback now is Carter Harson, a 5'10 freshman, comes in. Gonzalez, short gain on the play, two more. It's going to be fourth down and six in given territory. It appears they're going to go for it. And uh, the reason that Harson is in there as a quarterback is because the starter, Braden Bates, is on the sideline over here getting a cramp worked on in his right calf, right leg. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. They're going to go for it on fourth and six, throw it out here, and it's through the hands of Creed Aylers. He was open at the first down mark. That's a nice pass. By the freshman, Harson might have had even too much on it. But the pass incomplete, and Gibbon will take over. First and 10 at their own 41-yard line with 2.26 remaining here in quarter number three. And Minden has been in control from their first series. Scored on their opening series on an Eddie Gonzalez five-yard touchdown run, and they haven't looked back. It's 33 to nothing. Second time that Gibbon offense has had the ball here in the second half. And Matt Wiseman, the quarterback, out of the pistol. They want to go four wide. Take the snap, Wiseman to throw. Sets in the pocket, fires it right side, looking for Tamayo, and it's off his fingertips at the 44-yard line of Minden. That was a well-thrown ball that time. They just couldn't hook up. And it'll bring up second out and 10. Nothing going in the ground game, really, Sean Hampton. 31 yards on 13 carries tonight. The rest of the team has a combined eight yards on the ground. The Islanders have got back in the end zone. Another classic one between Grand Island and Kearney. Mid-third, Grand Island 18, Kearney 17. Twins right on second and 10. This time they'll fake it to Hampton, and the quarterback Wiseman wants to keep it. He's trying to shake by Ehlers, but Ehlers stands his ground and makes the tackle as he comes across the 45 to the 46, maybe the 47. He picks up about six on the play, maybe five. Yeah, they're going to call it six, so we'll go six to Wiseman. And it'll be third down and four here for the Buffaloes. Don't forget, at the end of all of our football broadcasts throughout the year here on Power 99, it's the Ruts Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill Scoreboard Show. J.D. Raider and the gang back at the studio bringing you all the scores and highlights and recaps of our radio games as a local recap show here on Power 99 and 1230 KHAS. Pitch play, Eskandon. Eskandon is going to stretch it into Minden territory, and that looks to be enough for the first down, and it is. Danny Eskendon is second carry, and that is the first offensive first down of the ball game for Gibbon. 
And they'll move the chains with a minute and a half to go in quarter number three. No scoring here in the third quarter, but it's still 33 to nothing in favor of Minden here on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Hastings, Grand Island, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Still staying with those three wides. And Wiseman wants to throw. Hampton blocks out of the backfield. Now he has to scramble some running room to the left. Wiseman has to tuck it up and get what he can. He'll get to the 45-yard line. And there's something that the coaches, Yaki and Coach Montgomery, will be able to talk with their young men once they get into the film room. After the initial block, that was kind of the longest play time-wise that they'd run all year. They kind of quit blocking. Wiseman... Nothing to what he was looking for through the air, and he tried to wheel it back, and he had two or three guys that just kind of stopped after that initial block because they hadn't been used so far tonight to continue to block the football and keep things going. So we've got a timeout on the field here with 54 seconds remaining in the third quarter of play, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, 33 to nothing, Minden leading Gibbon. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. The spirit of success. You see it all over town. People who take pride in giving their best. At the Exchange Bank of Gibbon, we understand what it takes to succeed. That's why we are there for you every day, making your life better and our community stronger, all while striving for your success, helping you develop and grow. That's the goal of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon. Banking made simple. See the professional staff of the Exchange Bank of Gibbon today. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. You still want a home that gives you all the good feelings of the one you grew up in. So call McBride Realty of Minden. Scott, Glenda, and Patty know about the heart and the soul of a home. For more info, visit McBrideRealtyServices.com. A very proud supporter of all our area youth. Best of luck, athletes. Working on another whippet that had a cramp down there. And ready to go. So second down and six for given at the Minden 45-yard line. Twins right. Tamayo to the short side left. Rolling right is Wiseman. Gets a good block. Now has some traffic problems, and he's going to run it again. If he can get to the outside, he's got some room, and now a penalty flag away from the play. Wiseman got to about the 43, but this is going to come deep in the backfield, and now we're starting to cramp up, which everybody in the ballpark hates to see. This time it's going to be Yonda, but I think we're going to see a hold here on Gibbon, kind of an unnecessary hold. Illegal block in the back while Wiseman was scrambling. And so another cramp out there. We uh, haven't seen the chain gang come out tonight, but if we do, Carney Towing and Repair would like to say they would do just what the chain gang does. They'll be there for you if you ever get stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they'll get you home. The Carney Towing and Repair crew taking care of business. So this second quarter or third quarter hasn't had any scoring, but it has now started to drag a little bit with the uh, cramping issues, which I'm sure is happening at many of the ball fields around the state, and they're working out in the middle of the field. Uh, Let's walk off the penalty. It'll be a 10-yard illegal block. That'll be their eighth penalty for 52 yards in this football game. 
And as we have a break, let's see if we can update you on what's going on in our football games around the area. Third quarter, Grand Island 18, Kearney 17 in B. Grand Island Northwest leads Garing 21 to nothing out in the panhandle in the second quarter. York 16 to 9 over Alliance in the fourth. Hastings 27 to nothing over McCook in the fourth quarter of play. And any other updates? Not much uh, changed since our last report in C1, except St. Paul now blowing out Central City 34 to 6 in the fourth quarter of play. And after all that time, now we get a timeout called by Minden, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. So we'll take it with them. 33 nothing Minden. 34 seconds to go in the third quarter here on Power 99. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. So Minden's going to be 1-0, going to 0-1, Broken Bow next week. And Gibbon will be hosting Hershey, and it looks both of th- looks like both of those teams will end up being 0-1-1 as Hershey is trailing Hastings St. Cecilia in their contest. Well, after a long, long break, a cramping issue followed by a timeout. It'll be second down and 21 after the illegal block penalty on Gibbon back at their own 40-yard line. A little adjusting defensively here for Minden. They'll send Eskandon in motion. Give it to him on the jet sweep around the right side. He's going to be hit and drugged down at the line of scrimmage. Big hit over there. There's Ehlers again as he decleated Eskandon. Was hoping that maybe he just got flipped in the air and landed on his feet that he could keep running, but they're not going to go with that one. No gain on the play, and that'll be the final play here of the third quarter of play. As the final 10 seconds run off the clock, no points in the third quarter, but Minden did all their damage in the first half. Two touchdown passes from Braden Bates to uh, Land from 58 yards and Johnson from three. Freeze has a 54-yard interception return and Gonzalez a five-yard touchdown run plus Hernandez a 24-yard field goal. It's Minden 33, given nothing. We are back with the fourth quarter after this on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. It's the sale you've been waiting for. Gary Michael Summer Half Price Sale. All men's and ladies' summer clothing is half price. Don't delay. There's still plenty of hot weather ahead, and Gary Michaels has the clothing for all occasions, from swim to golf to summer weddings. Now half price. And ladies, Hobo and Brighton clearance, half to 75% off. Shop now in downtown Hastings and Kearney, Gary Michaels Clothiers. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Community people you know. And we're ready for the fourth quarter of play here on opening night of the high school football season. Again, a big thank you. Here at Cooper Field in Minden in the Carney Towing and Repair Broadcast booth to all of the fine sponsors from the listening area, especially 
our friends here in Minden and Gibbon. As we go to the fourth quarter, 33-0 Minden, Gibbon third and 21 at their own 40-yard line. As Kandon in motion, fake the handoff. Wiseman back to pass. Going to throw it down the middle as far as he can and overshoots an open Jacob Kuchera. That's really the first time a given wide receiver had gotten behind the defense and just overthrew him. That may have been six had it been right on the fingertips. That was a good route just right down the field by the tight end, Jacob Kuchera, who they hadn't really been paying a whole lot of attention to here lately. And again, Gibbon hasn't completed a pass over six yards in this football game as their offense has struggled, still trying to get to 100 total yards, and they got some work to do. They only had 40 total yards in the first half. So they'll call on Connor Hyde to put it away again. Gonzalez will stand back at his 28. And the snap goes over Hyde's head, but before anything can get going here, we're going to have a whistle. And did we get a delay a game? I, have, I don't remember... Even on opening night, so many problems on special teams. Both teams have trouble getting 11 guys on the field. And that's on the player usually unless somebody's injured. And so they are going to put the illegal substitution again on Minden. That is the second time that has happened. It's a five-yard penalty, but it's still fourth and a long way. 16 yards to go to move the ball up to the given 45-yard line. Gonzalez stands at his 20. Hyde's been booted about 30 to 35 yards every time, depending on the roll. There's a good snap to Hyde. He'll take a little extra time, boot it down the right sideline, but maybe try to keep that away from Gonzalez a little too much because that is not going to cover 25 yards. Let's see where they officially mark him out of bounds at at around the 37, 38-yard line. That's less than a 20-yard punt, only 18 yards. So first and 10, Minden, with 11.44 remaining in the game here on KKPR-FM, Carney Hastings, Grand Island. A reminder to stay with us for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We'll have the final stats and highlights of the game and then turn it over to the crew back at the uh, Power 99 studios for our Friday night scoreboard show brought to you by Rivals and Ruts every Friday after the high school season. Well, looks like they're going to keep Bates on the sideline, they already have fullback Dawson Lockhorn out with a calf injury from the first half. And they're going to stay with the freshman quarterback, Carter Harson. He'll turn, pitch it right side. Also have a new running back, Gage Freeze, who scored on a pick six earlier. Freeze will turn the corner across the 40 to about the 44-yard line. And the whistles blow again. And we have a flag that's at the end of the play. It's usually the result of a face mask. It's going to be a gain of about six on the play from the 38 to the 44. If it stands, we may have seen the end of Gonzalez tonight. And they're going to call holding right where the play went down. So Freeze will get credit for the six yards. And then they'll have to mark it off from that spot. So it'll be first down and 15 after the hold. The eighth penalty on Minden for 55 yards. Ball marked at the 33. 
And we're ready to go with Twins to the short side. Back to an I formation. They'll turn, give it to the I back again. Freeze straight up the middle. Will grind his way back to the 40-yard line. And he'll pick up seven there. And that'll bring up second down and eight with the ball at the 45-yard line. As you heard, Hernandez is in on the tackle. They've stayed with basically everybody else here for a minute. It's not a wholesale change to uh, second teamers. This offensive line and the wide receivers and flankers are still rotating in, but that offensive line with Lupkeys, Cook, Brown, Banuelos, and Hernandez been holding their own tonight. Spread the field again here for the freshman quarterback in Harson. He's got four wide. He'll roll out looking for a protection from Freeze and decides to dump it off underneath here. Complete to Johnson. Slips a tackle at the 45 to the 46-yard line. He'll be short of the first down, but he's going to pick up about six on the play. And it'll be third down and two. Man, that was great poise by the freshman, Harson. He looked downfield. That's where he wanted to go, but he didn't force it. He rolled out through it right between the one and the one to Johnson. And he gives his team another opportunity here. Third down and two at their own 46-yard line. Update on what's going on in Class A. Carney misses a 32-yard field goal in the fourth quarter. It's early in the fourth, but still 18-17 Grand Island. Carney doesn't usually miss those. Tough one there. And they'll turn and hand it off. Freeze is going to get the first down. Bounces off a couple of given defenders that time. A gain of four. And move the chains on officially the 15th first down of the ball game for Minden. 9.44 to go fourth quarter. It's been two different halves. Gibbon has limited the mistakes here in the second half for the big part of it. Uh, they haven't turned it over. They had a couple of penalties, but really nothing that affected the football game. And the score hasn't changed. It's been 33-0 since halftime in favor of Minden. Facing a first and ten at midfield. Blitz coming up the middle. And the quarterback, Harson keeps it right back where the blitz came from. 45, 43, 42. And brought down by Chance Yaki. Nice job by Harson. I know it's early, but haven't seen this kid play before. And he looks good. A gain of eight yards brings up second and two here for Carter Harson. And Minden may have something in this young man. Not a bad backup to Bates, the junior. As the clock continues to run, we're now down to 8.40 to go in the game. Minden gets lined up on sides here, and they'll turn and hand it to Freeze again. Off left guard, gets stacked up. There's nothing there. No gain on the play. First man to come through there for Gibbon and mess things up was Xavier Hernandez, or Javier Hernandez. And it looks like we got another cramp on the play. Sawyer Cook going to need some help. No gain on the play. And another cramp timeout here with 8.26 remaining in the football game. As Minden will move to 1-0 on the season. The new West postgame show will be coming up, so stay with us for that. As we continue. Continue to cover volleyball and football throughout the fall season. Minden's got a great cross-country team. We anticipate seeing them at the estate meet and following the given Buffaloes in their sporting events as well. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 8.26 to go in the game. 33-0. Minden leads Gibbon. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown health mart pharmacy. 
carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies, including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescription and shop at Bentley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, Sam, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes, from Pedley Drug in Minden. If you want more yield, the answer is A. Pioneer brand A-Series soybeans. The answer has arrived in Nebraska with a 2.5 bushel per acre bump across 1,223 comparisons. A-Series soybeans are packed with outstanding yield potential and strong agronomics, and they're backed by hundreds of loyal yield trials to take your soybean yield to the next level. Learn more at pioneer.com slash A-Series. Individual results may vary. See Jamie Matson, your Pioneer seed dealer, with you from the word go. Third and one for Minden. It's just going to be a quarterback sneak, and our referee says, no, I'm going to throw a flag. He just went right up the middle for about a six-yard gain, but it's coming back. Illegal motion or illegal shift, actually, on Minden. And instead of third and a half a yard, it's going to be third and five and a half yards. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Almost marked him off 10 yards. Now they'll get it back where it's supposed to be. So illegal shift called on the whippets. That's cost him a couple times in short yardage situations. Again, Freeze is in as the running back and Harson is in as the quarterback, but the rest of the starters remain in there on this series. Gibbon looking for another stop here. On third down, a little more than five. Harson throws underneath, complete on a little stop route to Caden Land. Then he'll turn up field for another five inside the 40 to the 36-yard line. And that's going to be a gain of nine. Second completion here for Harson, and it keeps the series alive for Minden. Interesting to see what Coach Hatch thinks about the team's performance tonight. They ran the ball quite a bit. They moved the ball, but they haven't done a lot here in the second half of play, 132 yards in the first half. Now getting some other guys in the football game, at least at the QB and I back. They hand it to Freeze, keeping it pretty simple. Freeze runs between left guard and left tackle for about three more to the 32-yard line. On this series, Freeze has five carries for 20 yards. And most importantly now, for Minden, they just want to keep that clock rolling. They've got the game in hand. Been a little cramping issue. So they have tried to keep a few legs fresh out there. Checking out of the game is Colby Teal. He's rolled in there at the wide receiver during this series as well. Minden breaks huddle. Continues to move from south to north here. Gibbon is starting to stack that line, getting seven, eight in the box at times. Ehlers in motion on the jet sweep. They get it to him. He avoids the first man, Yankee, who came in the backfield to try and get him, and he'll turn up, should have the first down to the 25-yard line. Going to be very close, maybe marked him just short. They will give him the first down, though. Ehlers a gain of six on his fourth carry of the football game. So first down and 10 at the 26-yard line. Minden trying to add one more here. Setting at that 33 to nothing, you would have the running clock, but really, that hasn't been an issue. I mean, we've seen enough runs. We've seen them moving the football quickly, getting it spotted. Not a lot of incomplete passes or running out of bounds at all. 
from the running out of bounds standpoint. We just haven't seen a lot of sweeps in the ball game, and Minden controlling the time of possession. And as we say that, we have an official timeout here for some equipment problems. One of the uh, young men for Minden couldn't get the chin strap buckled. So the freshman will run off the field here, and the official will let him get a new player into the ball game. Still first down and 10 at the 26. Harson hands it off. Freeze hit at the line of scrimmage, but slides through that to get a couple to about the 24-yard line, a gain of two. We'll keep you up to date on what else is going on as we check the scoreboard here because it's just flat out kind of a different second half here. Not much going on at all. And Minden trying to cruise it on in. Husker football tomorrow, 6 a.m. pregame, 11 a.m. kickoff on the Breeze 94.5 television coverage on ESPN. 5.40 and counting here in the fourth quarter. It remains 33 to nothing. Minden, the same score we had at halftime. Harson, the freshman quarterback on second down and nine at the 24, takes a high snap, rolls to his left, decides to tuck it up and run, and he'll be brought down behind the line of scrimmage. Good pursuit that time by the Whippets, and Eric Rodriguez makes the tackle. I think that's only the second time we've had a negative play in the football game here for these Minden Whippets. They're just not even going to say, they're just going to say no gain, so it's not even a negative play. And it'll be third down and nine. And we're obviously in two-down territory here. College football, a lot of it going on tonight. Let's update you on what's going on in the world of college football with some Big Ten teams in action right after this play here. Third and nine, pitch play freeze. Starts to the right, cuts back up on the hash mark. He'll get inside the 20, but be brought down short of the first down as Jesus Hernandez makes the tackle. It's going to be fourth down, and we will call it two Gain of about five or six. They're going to say seven. We're going to go a gain of six there for freeze. In college football, Wisconsin all over South Florida, 35 to nothing. 6.47 to go in the third quarter of play. Wisconsin getting on the road. Uh, Michigan State also playing tonight. They're up on Tulsa with 4.20 to go in the game, 28 to seven. Wake Forest leading Utah State 24-21, nine minutes to go in the third. Back here, they hand it to Freeze. Follows a wall of blockers off the left side on fourth down, and he's got the first down inside the 15 to the 14. He got uh, four yards on the play. Needed about two and a half. And the clock runs to four. This is a time-killing drive here for Minden. They're kind of doing, if it was a two-score game, what you would want them to see them do. Don't give up the ball, grind the clock. Also in the ball game, Caden Bradley. We've seen Seth Hauserman in there. Still staying basically with some of the same linemen. We're starting to see some different ones in there. It looks like Nick Bendix has come in. First and 10 at the 15-yard line officially. Harson hands it to Freeze, and this time nowhere to go. Falls forward for about a yard and a half. And they can let a lot more time run off the clock. Colorado and Colorado State, they are delayed out in Denver. They were just supposed to kick that off here at the top of the hour, but they are delayed out in Denver. Scoreless in that football game, haven't been able to kick it off as of yet. Don't forget uh, 
Hastings has uh, college volleyball going on down in Missouri this weekend. And the Huskers in Creighton play tonight. I'll give you an update in just a moment. Right now, they hand it off to another running back that has come in. The sophomore, Lucas Epperson, has checked into the ball game. He'll take the handoff over the left side for a gain of about four on the play. And that'll bring up third down. And they're at the 10-yard line, third and five. Lineup as a fullback this time is going to be Bradley. Harson long count, takes it, hands it off again to Epperson. Has some room over the right side, but is not going to have enough for the first down. He's going to get about three, maybe get close to the seven. And that'll bring up fourth down and a long two on the play. Fourth down and a long two. As they will continue to... Let the clock run, and with under a minute 40 to go, as they come up to take one more snap at the seven-yard line, and if they get a first down here, they can just kneel on it, but instead, we've got a timeout on the field, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you, minute and a half to go in the game, 33-0 Minden, they have it fourth and two at the given seven when we come back. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. At the Husker Invitational, Nebraska is up two sets to one on Creighton. They're tied at 19 in the fourth. Huskers won the opener 25-19. Creighton won the second 26-24. Nebraska took the third 25-17. They're tied at 19 in the fourth set. Here, Minden trying to get a first down, maybe even score with some of the backups in. They have it fourth down and a long two at the seven-yard line of Gibbon. 33-0, Minden, that's where we've been since halftime. Arson is in the pistol formation. He's going to fake the handoff, keeping himself up the middle, bounces off at the five to the two, and he's into the end zone. Touchdown, the freshman has his first varsity touchdown for the Minden Whippets. With a minute 23 to go here in the fourth quarter, and that was a well-executed drive by the freshman quarterback in Carter Harson to make the score 39 to nothing in favor of Minden. So not as close as the ball game up and given last year. Minden kind of got going a little bit later on in the year, even though they won that game. Obviously, the big win was against Carney Catholic here at home for homecoming, 16 to 14, and. They were able to put four wins on the board. Gibbon will have to wait till next week to try and snap the losing streak. Hernandez in to attempt the extra point kick. And we're short a man. Special teams will be addressed this week by Minden, and they'll have to call the timeout before that they can get the extra point kick in the air. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. We'll be right back. 
If you're looking for office, retail, or warehouse space, then consider the 13,000 square feet located at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. Great truck and customer access, large overhead doors, one unit with a dock. Space can be divided and built out to suit specific needs. Call Cody at 308-440-7286 for details. 308-440-7286 for details on the 13,000 square foot space available at 3210 Antelope Avenue, Kearney. From Foster Field, Gilstorf has put a touchdown in for Kearney. They regain the lead from Grand Island 24-18 to in the fourth quarter in a back-and-forth affair. Now ready for the extra point here for Hernandez. The kick is on the way. He's got plenty of leg on it, and we've got a penalty flag. Oh, boy. Illegal shift on Minden. So we'll back him up and have to kick it again. It's one of those where you must assume that they're getting graded tonight. Otherwise, things like that, they kind of let move along in a game like this. But, hey, want to make sure they do the right thing. And they'll back him up. Hernandez has plenty of leg to take this five-yard penalty. Harson is now the holder. Bates cramped up there, keeping him out. High snap. He gets it down. The kick is away, and it's good. What a great job there by Carter Harson. They had a bad snap earlier, and the kick was no good, but there was a penalty, so they got to redo it. This time, Harson gets it down, and Hernandez pounds it through. Our Five Points Bank touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank in Kearney. Five points bank, the better bank, a seven-yard run by Carter Harson, and with 1.23 to go in the game, 40 to nothing, Minden will have the kickoff next. Welcome to Freddy's. What can we get started for you? I haven't had a carb in three weeks, and if I have one more sip of a kale smoothie, I need a Freddy's original double with cheese, fries, and a turtle sundae. Please. We understand. If you're going to be bad, it better be good. And no one satisfies your cravings better than Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers. The experience that puts a smile on your face and the taste that brings you back. For a limited time, try Freddy's Key Lime Pie Concrete. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers, 1010 3rd Avenue, Kearney. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produced the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Another update from Foster Field. Grant Allen has thrown an interception, and Miko Maisner runs it in from nine yards out. It's Carney 31, Grant Island 18 in the fourth. Squib kick here is going to be picked up by uh, Jesus Hernandez. He'll be up to the 25, the 30, get across the 30, and get down to the 35-yard line. And now we see a bunch of fresh jerseys coming in for Minden with a minute eight to go on defense. You're not always sure when you're going to get a lot of your team in, and to do it with a victory on opening night has to be very pleasing for Coach Jeb Hatch. Again, they used a couple of big plays and four first-half turnovers for Gibbon to jump out 33 to nothing, and finally getting on the board here in the second half as Gibbon trying to get their players on the field has to burn a timeout. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. While they do that, we remind you that the new West Sports Medicine 
is bringing you our post-game show with all the uh, final stats and scoring summary. A uh, quick look at the scoreboard during this timeout. Carney has taken the uh, 31-18 to lead uh, over Grand Island in the fourth quarter in Class B. Hastings has upset McCook 30-7. to York has beaten Alliance 30-9 to at half. Grand Island Northwest leads Caring 37 to nothing In the third, Crete leads Lexington 27-7. Ord beat Kozad 28 to nothing tonight. In the fourth quarter, Adams Central leads Aurora 24-16. That was 21-0 Adams Central. Also, Carney Catholic tonight uh, leading a broken bow 49-7 in the third also in the fourth, Gothenburg leading Chase County by a score of 27 to nothing. Now back here, Gibbon has it first down and 10 with under a minute to go. And Wiseman stays in there, turns and hands it off to his eye back, who is still Hampton, I believe, 35-40 against the second-team defense. He's going to take it up to the 41-yard line. Nope, it's Yaki that come in as the running back. So Chance Yaki. Gets his first carry, and that's going to be good enough for eight yards and bring up second down and two. And probably only one more play going to be run in this football game as we're down to 20 seconds to go. Twins to the left, single wide out to the right side, low snap, and all he can do is fall on it. Coming through to make the defensive play is going to be Nolan Reed. So Wiseman falls on it, and that's going to be the end of the football game. And Minden wins the opener for the second year in a row, 40 to nothing. They take care of business over the Gibbon Buffaloes, and for Gibbon, they go home for the next two games against Hershey and Hastings St. Cecilia. For Minden, they're on the road next week to Broken Bow and come home in two weeks to take on Sydney. Now three of the next four games for Minden will be on the road, including games at Kearney Catholic and at Fillmore Central. We'll take a break and be back with the new Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show right after this on Power 99, KKPR-FM, Carney Gibbon, Minden of the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies, including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescription and shop at Bedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, Sam, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes, from Pedley Drug in Minden. Summer's winding down. It's time for Amigos $5 Taco Salad Deal. The whole month of August, get a taco salad or chicken taco salad for just $5. It's the fast-serve salad that's made fresh when ordered with crisp garden greens, cheddar cheese, and heaping hot portions of seasoned ground beef or grilled chicken. And here's the best part. It's served in a crunchy tortilla bowl with Amigos' famous ranch dressing. Time to enjoy a $5 taco salad at Amigos. At B&B Carpet, every day is the right day to get a great deal on quality flooring with our special 12-month financing. So if you're wondering when or where to get that new look, let our flooring professionals help you select the flooring that's right for you and your budget. Our quality installers will have you living in comfort in no time. So come on in today or tomorrow 
to B&B Carpet and Donovan and see why people say that's where we always go. Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Our opening football game of the 2019 season is in the books, and Minden takes care of Gibbon here at home by a score of 40 to nothing. This is the new West Sports Medicine or Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Don't forget, after our postgame show, it is the uh, Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show. Scores from around the area, around the state, and updates on what's going on as we get a feel for who's doing what in week one of the high school football season. But right now, let's give you the unofficial stats of the ball game. And as the score would indicate, things didn't go very well offensively tonight for Gibbon. They had one offensive first down of the football game. Sean Hampton held to 31 yards rushing on 13 carries. Danny Eskendon, three carries for 10 yards. Quarterback Matt Wiseman sacked once, six carries for 13 yards. And Chanchiaki had the late rush there, one carry, seven yards. 23 rushes, 61 yards on the ground. For Wiseman, he only put it up twice in the second half. Neither was complete, so in the game, two of nine, two interceptions, and nine yards through the air, 61 on the ground, 70 yards of total offense. Gibbon had two first downs. They punted the ball six times tonight from Connor Hyde, averaged about 30 yards in the end. Four turnovers, two picks, two fumbles. One was on special teams. Uh, Minden scored on three of those four turnovers. One of them was a direct pick six on the first turnover of the game by Gibbon, but all of those were in the first half. Gibbon did have eight penalties for 52 yards, but six of those were in the first half. So six penalties and four turnovers in the first half, two penalties and no turnovers in the second half. So Gibbon started to clean things up. And as we said, their defense wasn't very bad tonight. I mean, when you look at 40 to nothing, you go, well, well, there were two big plays, a couple of short fields, and, uh, you know, Minden, as we said, did a pretty good job defense, or Gibbon did a pretty good job defensively. Hopefully they can uh, hold on to that. So Gibbon... Uh, ends up with uh, almost uh, as much yardage as penalties tonight. That's what really hurt them in the end. We'll take a look at the final numbers for Minden on the New West Postgame Show right after this. Looking to buy a Traeger grill? Upgrade your current grill or stock up on Traeger supplies? Now is the time. At Builders, we are Traegering into the Nebraska State Fair. Offering special pricing available only in the Builder's booth or at Builder's stores in Kearney or Grand Island. Check out the new Traeger lineup with Wi-Fi technology, enabling you to set it and forget it. Ask about financing, Builder's rewards, and delivery. See you at the Nebraska State Fair. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. 
online at downydrilling.com. Time now to take a look at the final unofficial numbers for the Minden offense. They didn't have a lot of home run plays. They really had two plays today, a 58-yard touchdown pass on third and eight, and then Gonzalez did break off a 21-yard run. Everything else uh, was pretty short and grinded out and convert thirds, even a couple of fourth downs. Gonzalez, who did not carry the ball at all in the fourth quarter, 22 carries, 112 yards and a touchdown. Gage Freeze took the handle in the fourth quarter, nine carries, 34 yards. Dawson Lockhorn actually... Hurt his calf, it looked like, on the first carry of the game, which came in the second quarter. One carry, two yards. Lucas Epperson, two carries, seven yards. Creed Ehlers, three carries, 15 yards. Brandon Bates, the quarterback starter, one carry, two yards. The backup, Carter Harson had the only touchdown of the second half, two carries, 15 yards, and a touchdown. Now, when you put all that together, they had about 190 yards, but they did have a couple of bad snaps where they lost 24 yards as a team. So officially, 42 carries, 160 three yards on the ground through the air. Bates was four of ten with a pick and two touchdowns in the first half. He was two of five with a pick in the second half, 37 yards, second half, 77 first half. So in the game, Bates was six of 15, two picks, two touchdowns, 104 yards. And Harson was two of three, no picks, no touchdowns, 15 yards as a team. 8 of 18 with the two picks and two touchdowns, 119 yards through the air, 163 on the ground, 282 yards, a total offense, 18 first downs of the ball game for Minden. Just one punt today for 36 yards for uh, Sean Hampton, or excuse me, uh, for uh, Braden Bates for 36 yards. They did have two interceptions in the ball game, nine penalties for Minden. For 60 yards, they'll have to clean that up a little bit, and Minden wins it by a score of 40 to nothing. Now time for our scoring wrap, brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Gibbon started the ball game with the football after Minden deferred, went three and out, and had 20 yards of penalties on that first drive. So they were punting it from inside their 15-yard line. Gonzalez had a nice return to the 28-yard line, and then they handed it to him five or four straight times, and those four carries got him in. A five-yarder made it 8 to nothing after he added the two-point conversion with 8.05 to go in the first quarter. Minden was on the move again. That's when they came up with the first of two turnovers as Abel of Vila comes away with the interception at the Minden 46-yard line, but on that possession, Gibbon gave it right back as Gage Freeze jumped a little screen pass and returned it 54 yards for a touchdown. Irvin Hernandez added the PAT, 56 seconds to go in the first quarter. Minden's up 15 to nothing. Then Jerron Brown comes up with a pick at the Gibbon 31-yard line. They moved it down to the one. But a false start penalty put him back at the six. They had an incomplete pass and had to settle for a 24-yard Irvin Hernandez field goal, 18 to nothing. Minden 8:29 to go in the second quarter. Minden's next possession, facing a third and eight at their own 42-yard line. Braden Bates went over the top to Caden Land, hit him in stride at the 25-yard line, and he went the rest of the way for a 58-yard touchdown, the longest play of the game by either team. Gonzalez out of the two-point run, 4.54 to go in the first half, 26 to nothing. Then you had Banuelos come away with a fumble recovery at the given 47-yard line. Nothing happened there, but on the punt, Jimmy uh, Berkenstein was able to cover a uh, Jamie Berkenstein was able to cover a fumble on the punt return by Gibbon at the 16-yard line and three yards through the air, Bates to Johnson after a first down run, got him to the seven, eight seconds to go in the first half, and that kind of really broke the back right there. It was 26 to nothing. 
maybe Gibbons not going to come back from that, but at least it doesn't look too bad. And that right before halftime really kind of soured things as Hernandez added the kick. 33 to nothing at the half. Uh, the only uh, big play in the third quarter was a, a fumble recovery by Gibbons' Jacob Kuchera at the Gibbon 27-yard line. It thwarted the opening drive of that first half by Minden, and the only score in the second half came by Minden backup quarterback Carter Harson on a fourth and two. He went seven yards up the middle. Hernandez made the kick, a minute 23, made it 40 to nothing, and that was your final score here today. And your scoring wrap brought to you by your Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. We will wrap things up here on Power 99 from Minden right after this timeout. The doctors at ENT Physicians of Kearney are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, and head and neck disorders in patients of all ages. We have proudly provided Kearney and the surrounding areas with ENT and audiology services since 1994. We're excited to introduce full-time allergy services for both adults and children. We strive to provide the highest quality care here in Kearney and at five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Make an appointment today with Dr. Connolly, Dr. Owen, or myself, Dr. Johnson, here at ENT Physicians of Kearney and see why experience matters to us specializing in you. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln, or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. If what your crop needs is potassium, what you need to feed it is Locomotive. Designed to enhance crop growth and quality, Locomotive gives crops what they need in the safest form. Chlorine-free formula, providing high absorption rates to deliver critical nutrition quickly. Locomotive is the foliar potassium that doesn't hesitate when it comes to your crop's performance. No matter what the conditions, if you want potassium in your crop, you want Locomotive. To get your crop what it needs, see your local Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer today. Back in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here at Cooper Field in Minnie. A big thank you to Athletic Director Ed Rouse. We had volleyball here last night, football tonight. Hope to see the Whippets later on in the season. And uh, we'll be back for more high school football on Friday. Volleyball Thursday. It's a top five matchup from St. Cecilia as Hastings St. Cecilia takes on Grand Island Central Catholic. It's not over in Kearney. It started to rain. A pick has allowed Grand Island to get back on the board. And it's 31-25. And uh, that is where that is at. Carney High had 31-25. And another game that's kind of exciting, Centura taking on Twin River uh, through a pick at the five-yard line with the game tied, and Twin River took it in. They're up 18-12 to with a minute left in that contest. And that's going to wrap things up for us here on the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Nebraska Volleyball taking on uh, Creighton tonight and uh, taking a look at the uh, final there. 
there. Nebraska does pull away in the fourth set. They were tied at 19. Nebraska wins the match in four, 25-21 in the fourth. The Huskers will play UCLA tomorrow. Creighton will take on Baylor. Four o'clock for the Creighton game, seven o'clock for the Huskers on the Breeze, 94.5. And that'll be after our day-long Husker football coverage as well. Also want to let you know that if you're still looking for a little bit of football, Carney Catholic is wrapping things up as they are rolling Broken Bow on ESPN 1460 by a score of 56 to 7. So Carney leads Grand Island 31-25. Hastings beat McCook 30 to 7 tonight. Adams Central holding on against uh, Aurora 24-16 on ESPN 15-54. Our producer engineer, Cannon Rath, and also Stacy Johns. Don't forget the Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show coming up here in just a few minutes, about five minutes. We'll have all the scores uh, from throughout the state, and we'd love to hear from you as well. Recaps of our radio games as well. In the final score, after jumping up 33-0 at the half, Minden beats Gibbon 40-0. Have a great Labor Day weekend, everyone, and we'll see you next Friday night.